Mm. Welcome to Juju Poo. <laughs> mm. Mm. That sound yeah. good. I haven't eaten yet. The show where it's two thirty, by the way. Not AM. Not yet for me. Maybe by the end of the podcast. Two mm. thirty is the episode number, and um, just gonna late night feast, and you know how it is. You know, my food arrived, and it was like I could eat this. I could eat this on the podcast. I might as well eat on the podcast. So here we go. It's a hot dog for those that were curious. You got yeah. a glizzy. <laughs> it's a gl- glizzy mm-hmm. gobbler. You know, you know, like I, this is actually something I don't think we have ever publicly talked about. But like, it is pretty crazy that we're like time uh, coordinating between someone on the west coast, someone in Europe, and someone in Australia. And very often, like in Harsh's case, for instance, we had people from the west coast as well, and we have to all coordinate four time zones. And sometimes we do like uh, time zone switches at different weeks. So you, then you have to coordinate that Australia already switched, Europe didn't, but uh, like America is not sure yet or some shit like that, you know? Like it's, <laughs> it's all deciding, you know, America's undecided, you know? Yeah. So. It might, you know, they're, they're thinking about their, their time zones, might be overturned. I don't know. It's just something I heard this week. I don't know. And this is. I don't know. And it's, it's funny too, because there are certain states that just don't like adhere to those as well i believe arizona is one of those states that's just like mm, we don't do daylight savings time everybody else does but wait really on. yeah yeah. i'm pretty sure arizona does not do maybe somebody in the comment section can correct me if i'm wrong but what do they do okay. instead nothing okay they don't save their time they spend it <laughs> is it just oh, when no. whenever like the fucking like chickens start like screaming in the morning like <laughs> is that is Bro, that the official call? I I genuinely do not know, uh, but I like where their heads are at. I'll tell you that much because daily savings yeah, time. They're not can wrong. They're not wrong. Kick rocks. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, can kick. It's saving absolutely nobody. No, no. I've never no. been to Arizona. I I I can't confirm that it's a real place. I hear it's nice. Oh. It's as long as it has there. iced tea, I'm good. Iced tea. That's the only thing I know about Arizona. That's true. That's true. I got some good news this week. Oh, Um, good news. This episode, there's nothing for me to be angry about. Oh, yeah. I'll be in good things. Although, good games. I'm not going to lie. It makes me kind of angry that I'm not angry about something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. You feel like like a void. I'm mad that I'm not mad. And that Hmm. makes me mad. Yeah. No, then now I'm you mad can be that happy I'm, that you're mad. Now that I'm but now that I'm mad, I'm also mad that I am mad at not being mad. That's that a cycle sense? of madness that I don't know that I can't yeah, comprehend. It is, it is, it is. Welcome to Matt TV. Put me in the straight jacket. Put me in the straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Australia is, just one big straight jacket, the entire continent. <laughs> that makes perfect and sense. Foam and foam walls that we can't yeah. hurt ourselves on. Gigantic moat around that it. Way, that way, we can only hurt ourselves mentally, which is why I'm so depressed. Um, <laughs> physically, I'm fine, but mentally, it's a mess. It's a mess up there. 2.30. Wow. I still have a burger, by the way, so I'm going to find some stuff for you guys to talk about while I eat. Um, uh, yeah. 2.30. So in case you were wondering, uh, this is our second episode this week. This is our normal episode this week. We did a, uh, I don't want to call it a special episode, but like an extra episode earlier in the week. You've probably already seen it by now, um, which is kind of discussing the beta. and. 
also an excuse for me to try and dunk on Dunkey. Um, this week, or rather this episode 230, is the preview episode of, excuse me, of uh, Overwatch League Season 5, week one, day one, you know, or the entire week, really, not just the first day, but the entire week's worth of games. Only NA, obviously no APAC for two weeks. Um, we will be going through all the relevant matches, rather all the, I don't know why I said relevant, they, we're just going to go through all the matches, relevant and some of them are relevant, but we're going to go through all the matches, no matter no matter their relevancy, actually. <clears throat> and kind of give our thoughts on who we think we're gonna is going to win, maybe what the scoreline is, how this team is doing. Jessica's going to drop, drop some more scrim bucks, I'm sure, and he's, he's got the juice on who's actually going to win these games based on scrims. Um, and all that kind of stuff. I'll be shocked if this boy has more scrim bucks than the stock exchange, than the 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 crypto exchange is already posted. It's it's always like a little bit of a struggle. I should like you know like it's it's like the entire off season. I'm just talking to people, talking to people, and then mm. like I get the scrim buck stock exchange out, and I think also yeah. people. To be fair, I think one of the reasons why people talk to me is because they think like it's valuable information they want to sort of control the narrative around uh their the team and then they give me information so every team every team comes to you says oh you're we're the best team you know we're not losing anybody with the <laughs> no, number one like, team i think the, <laughs> the general idea is actually to keep expectations low i think that's basically why people talk to me i think a lot of people are usually lowballing and don't want to put pressure on their on their team and then Ooh, i you think i then like I double check with uh, other sources. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's de- definitely still a bunch of ego involved for sure, right? And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> it's a weird one because they will tell you like, yeah, we're winning like seventy percent ma- of the matches against Shock, but we're actually detritus. Um, and it's like, okay, uh, like okay, that th- these are conflicting statements. Please elaborate. Mm-hmm. And then you go into like. Um, or talk to other teams. That's actually how you get the the juicy information of the team you want to find out about is how that you ask other teams. Um, I will say, like, I've for for instance, I I guess I can give a little bit of a background uh, on this. I messed up before pretty badly in terms of giving out information because some teams have like tried to hide strategies and have like scrimmed against certain opponents that they know are friendly with the team they're actually going to play, played a suboptimal strategy in order to surprise them. And because I have more uh, more holistic view on this, I then put into the Scrimmage Stock Exchange that they are playing XYZ player, which at the time heavily implied that someone was going to run a certain composition. And that kind of fucked their prep. Like, go, think about it. It goes. They go through the motion of um, trying to hide that strategy, and then I clumsily d- don't find out because the granularity of my information is not that. You know, I- I'm not like clued into every single scrim block and whatever st- faint strategy are- people are pulling. So I just tumble mm-hmm. into it. So I generally like try to think through whatever information I'm giving out in terms of like who's playing and whatnot because like let's say if i tell you venom is playing cons- consistently for the rain then this implies the strategy right correct um so i should never do that 
theoretically speaking, because it's given in an unfair advantage that I can't make up for in other teams. So while I do still have like a, a ton of like little bit of player information, I omit all that I feel can reasonably give a competitive advantage to the opponent. So I sometimes, I will say, I think maybe I fucked up once or twice on the broadcast uh, before here on TCP. I think, fortunately, because metas were so delayed, I, I think teams didn't mind that much because things then eventually changed for those things to become irrelevant. But generally speaking, I don't want to talk about like who's being fielded and whatnot. Um, I kind of want to talk about like which players are surprising and which players are good. Maybe not specifically for the reasons, unless they feel like ubiquitous because like everyone has already told me about that and then i assume that like like if if five people i talk to tell me the same thing about a player i just assume the opponent knows now as well and then i will put something in like proper is nuts on xyz hero right if everyone is saying it then i feel secure in that uh sharing that did you finish yeah, your burger? Right, good, job, good job, Yusuke. I finished my food. There you go. <laughs> 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 your service. Um, go on, Joe. You had something. I think it makes a lot of sense, um, both from like a an ethical standpoint. Um, obviously, you don't want to, you know, shed too much information um, to give people an unfair advantage, and you don't want to burn any bridges. Uh, but it's kind of an interesting kind of look into how it's developed. I will say, I was. Uh, Kind of uh, disappointed that there weren't more like hidden gems. I didn't feel like I needed to read between the lines all that much. You just were very uh, straightforward. I didn't have to like do any like hex code deciphering or, you know, interpreting images like we used to. I'm just saying Scrimbuck stock exchange. Maybe he needs a little creative flair. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what, do you, what do you want? What do you want? Like a cipher in there that you have to decode? Like what? Yeah, I mean, I I remember some of the OG scrimbug. Like, Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Errol, you don't understand. <laughs> One of the first ones I did for GG Recon, I intimated that someone that was in charge of keeping up with the multiple comps that were being run prior to season three wrote it in their own feces on the wall in order to keep track of it because they had lost their mind. There was too much to keep track of. And in the same image, I actually then made a, an image out of it, what? written in poop, like Diva, Ryan, blah, blah, blah. And then on the table, there was white substance next to a credit card. This is, this is the initial framing of the stock exchange. And now it has mellowed out because everyone tells me I'm a stupid idiot and I should grow up. I'm mid, in my mid-30s now, dude. <laughs> You know, I just watched the Batman recently. <laughs> okay. You know where I'm going with this. You know where I'm going with this. So I don't know. Just, you know, put on a weird mask and right? write out some riddles on a on a birthday yeah. card or just a card. Oh, so next uh, one is an ARG? Mental language. Is that what you're saying? Huh? Next one is an Asombra ARG? Scrimbucks ARG, yeah. I think I think that could be done. I think you know if you need some assistance there, I think we could pull some 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 minds. We can we can make some some fun little projects. I think Just we saying. can do it for mid season even. I think if there's a long yeah. break, or let's let's see. Like I, I definitely wanted to create this. I guess this is a teaser. If I can master it, if it makes sense, it always depends on the meta situation and whatnot. But I kind of mm. want to do one. We have a three or four week break in the mid season. I kind of want to do a, another row of scrimbucks. 
maybe we can be a little bit creative. For sure. Okay. Well then, speaking of, if we're ready to unleash the bucks upon the world, which you've already done, but I mean in more like a, now we have some, we're going to put the skin in the game and do some preds and all that kind of stuff. Um, for financial gain, of course, because, you know, we're, we're taking this straight to the betting table. Episode 230, brought to you by Battlecrab, Refined Bean, Bronze Bob Buhan, Charay, Commission Picasso, Chris R34444, Cashier67, Lolshin, Porkchop Sammy, Rick Zane, Volumel, Spoon Nuts, and Your Misery. The official week one preview episode. We don't normally do preview episodes, but a hey, first week of the whole season, you got to do one. Future episodes, man, can you imagine that from next week onwards, mm -hmm. we're going to be back in season doing like normal episodes again, where we're just yeah. talking about the games, reviewing the week that just happened. Reclaiming sanity. You know. It's going to be nice. Like, you know, we're, we're back into action. Things are actually normalizing again. Yeah. Um, Kabul has been so long. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've actually, I've actually served a prison sentence and I've had, you know, I'm finally getting out. Like, you know. Yeah. Holy crap. Collecting, you know, I got my orange jumpsuit on, collecting all my belongings, looking through them like, oh, yeah, look at this. So there's the camera I used last season. Oh, here's the lighting I used. Look at that. Mm -hmm. All my belongings I had to, you know, check in on my way in when I got processed. And then so, your shit get, gets yeah. delayed. Yeah. So, you know, I have to walk <laughs> four miles to the next bus stop, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's so, going to be a bus uh, Is there any. There wasn't any other news, right? I think uh, we, we have our maps. Control, Iligos, Lijung, Oasis, Escort, Circuit, Royale, Dorado, Gibraltar, Route 66, Hybrid, Eichenwald, the Kings Road, Midtown, Push, New Queen Street, Coliseo. Um, and the map order hasn't been released yet, but we can assume Control will be a big part of it. Although, who knows? Watch out. Um, we'll see. We'll see what the map order. I mean, you'll find out. It won't take that long. It's We're days out now, so... It won't the take Eve. long to figure out what uh, what the deal is. Um, I guess we can just shall we do it? Do we just get into the first game? I don't know why we're stalling. Oh so. yeah, why are we stalling? Cool. We're just going to get into it. North America. Oh, by the way, Wrecking Ball is disabled. Oh, because he's got that sure. like, game crashing bug. Yeah. So that's got not going to be in the first week. Not that anyone was playing it anyway. It's, it was not a very important hero. No one's playing ball anyway. So no. Nope. Won't be missed. Um, special mention. On the first day, there is going to be Battle of Texas, and it will be live in San Antonio, Dallas versus Houston. And actually, ZP and Avas will be there live as well, casting, so that'd be pretty cool. Watch out for oh, that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, normal, regular schedule. Sorry, that's not the first day. That's the uh, second day, rather, not the first yeah, day. Yep. So let's talk about the first day. I'll just, I'll just go over the games. We have New York Gladiators as our opening match of the entire season. San Francisco versus Paris. Florida versus Atlanta. Following day, Boston, Vancouver. London, San Francisco, Shock. And then live in San Antonio. The Battle for Texas, Dallas versus Houston. Day three, Toronto versus Washington. Atlanta versus New York. Boston versus Gladiators. Day four, this is four days. London versus Vancouver, Paris versus Florida, Washington versus Dallas, and Toronto versus Houston. That's a big boy day. There's four matches that day. Mm. So, yeah. And Rip so, four you. days worth of matches. Four days worth of matches, and one of the days even has four matches on it. It's a mm -hmm. monstrous first week, because every other week, 
It's only like three days, I think. You got three days worth of games. Um, wait, am I lying? No, One, yeah, always. Two, I think no, always the three. first week is of the stages for four days, and then the rest yeah. of the week. The same for Apex as well. Apex doing three days of three games, so it looks pretty even. Although I think there might be an extra day on the fourth week. Anyway, so this is going to be four weeks of the games and the kickoff clash to qualify into the regional tournament. Hmm. So let's head into day one. New York versus Los Angeles Gladiators. Now, Jessica, I know you're in love with New York. I know you love this roster. <laughs> so our opening match of the entire season. What is this? Is it just going to be a 3-0? What's going on here? Look, okay. I feel like... You know, like, sometimes my content brain and my journalist brain collide. And I think the the journalist brain should have looked at that situation a little bit more objectively and said, like, how can this suck? How is it possible for this to be bad? There have to be um, circumstances because otherwise Flora, Yaki, Kellen are not going to have bad, uh, like, bad scrim results as they are told to be bad, right? So just from the outside... That Callan situation should have probably been like obvious to me, like that that mm -hmm. he ha had a visa issue and like had to fly out and is in he, and like uh, he's back. Is he I back think. by the way? Yes, he, he is, is back. back. Okay, he yeah. is back. And then like I mean that Vulcan signing once again is a uh, is something to just be sure uh, of that situation. So yeah, like I think this is while usually I don't think teams change too much from their baseline that they had at the start of the season and there were very few teams that ever really like switched it up 100% I think because of the preparation of this uh, New York lineup and how late they got here and everything like that I think this is one of those teams that could start bad and then develop into a decent team over the season at the same time right now given the complications that they apparently must have had from the outside um I think this must be like a clear 3-0, 3-1 type of situation. Uh, Gladius so no, is too good. no shot for New York, right? No, no shot, not even one map. I mean, it would, be, it would be a great morale boost. It would be a, a bummer mm. for Glads. Um, mm. I think what, what will happen, though, and what we will see over the season is matchup games. Meaning, you will see... Bad teams shooting up ridiculously, like two, three tiers, just because they play well into a team. That is also something that uh, comes from, or w was like a learning from the, uh, from looking at scrim results, where like you have a baseline of what everyone is charting at in terms of like average scrim win rate. And then they will have breakout scrim win rates that you wouldn't expect against tiers, different tiers, right? And I think New York is also a team that has like breakouts where they underperform against certain teams but overperform against others. Um, and of course, they never really substantially, presumably, I have to say, uh, scrimmed Glads extensively because they were playing uh, stage one. So we ha like I have no scrim data on this. But from the bas baseline level, I have to say, okay, this is a 3-1 probably. 
Okay. Yeah, I. I think the whole Kellen Vulcan thing has just messed messed up. Uh, not the fact that Vulcans joined the team, but the whole Kellen returning back to Korea, then coming back with whatever visa issue he's having, meaning they would have had to. If they if they were still scrimming during that time, which I imagine they were in New York, that I'm talking about, yeah, they would have had to have used Vulcan at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Kellen's back, and they have to kind of re-enter with Kellen. I don't know how easy it is for them to just pick off where they left off, but yeah, man, uh, that on top of everything else surrounding New York with their kind of low stock for for scrim bucks mm. and then on top of no main support um i want i want because i okay I'm, I'm about to do my own personal power ranking one to 20 right. and new york is new york is still such a contentious team for me because mm-hmm. i want to believe flora and yaki can just dominate mm-hmm. i want to believe that sure. especially in like a you know a genji soldier meta i'm sure flora jump on the soldier yaki jump on the genji You'll get it done. It'll be it'll be cool, right? Mm-hmm. I just maybe versus another team. This this should be a three zero. I'm gonna say it yeah. should be three zero because if you're the Glads and you're coming out day one, Kefsa jumps on a Genji, mm-hmm. Arns plays a soldier. Even with Florinaki, there's no way because it's Kefsa Arns on those heroes, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, people, people. I'm not going to enter the whole discussion about the, the whole Arns Patapan thing again. I think that's a little overblown. I think Arns especially will be fine. I don't know what Patapan will do just yet because he shares a lot of hero pool with Kefsa, so likely Kefsa will just take up that position no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might not you might not even see Patty unless it's a double flex kind of meta, right? Uh, whereas we have a perfect meta for a hit scan right now in the Soldier, so you're gonna you're, you should be seeing Arns. You have Funny Astro on the Lucio, goaded. Um, Shoe on the Anna, goaded. Mm. Perfect. Um, tanks are pretty flexible. Either Rhino or Space could play, but I'm hearing that a lot of off-tanks are going to be playing. Yep. The typical dive heroes. That's, Doom is also a part of the off-tank hero pool now. Uh, I say off-tank like, you know, I'm still using Overwatch 1 terms, but my point is you have an off-tank and a main tank play on your team. The division of hero pool has been that most of the Doom players have been the off-tank players. It's not always the case but uh that has been usually the case now i don't know for sure if that's how they've done it between space and rhino but i would be wouldn't be surprised if spaces picked that up as other off tanks have mm. um the only time they would play rhino is if they really want to do winston but even that's fine i think it would be probably within kellen's best interest to play towards winston that is his best hero um and even if I really rate Kellen, I don't know that I, would, I, I rate him enough in a matchup versus space if we're talking off-tank type heroes. Mm. And versus Reiner, I'll probably have him over Reiner and the Winston, but I, I don't think I can bet against the Arns Kefsa duo right now. So if it's not a 3-0, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, I would probably echo a lot of those similar points. Um, the only things that I would probably push a little bit harder um, is the prevalence of Lucio. Um, again, I've been pretty much banging that drum for a little bit now that I do think, you know, having a, you know, outstanding Lucio player is going to net you a lot of benefit. Um, 
but yeah, I think this is a 3-0 for Glads. I, again, echo a lot of those same question marks when it comes to coming in late, how much actual practice time have they had with Kellen. Um, you know, obviously him going back and forth. Um, but what I am looking for with New York is, you know, where to kind of circle back to what Yiska was talking about, you know, where their style is situated. Is it, you know, are they more proficient in like the dive? Is there still this, you know, Reinhardt, you know, death ball contingent in NA? Can they play that? Like, is there, I'm, I'm looking for a litmus test for New York here because you go into week two, they have a little bit more, they have games that are a little bit more interesting. We'll get into those next week, obviously. But yeah, this is a tough one to start off your season. It's, it's kind of a tough one to start the, you know, the entire season off for, for mm-hmm. your viewership because I don't think this is going to be particularly close. Yeah, I have this 3-0 glance. It's a weird one to start the season with. Yeah, not my, you just my favorite. A stomp for the season. I don't know. I, I'm sure that's not what... When they schedule, I'm sure that's not what they were thinking about. No. Because you don't know how good the teams are until the rosters start coming together. Exactly. But just sucks. Usually usually they usually they they start with like a battle for Texas kind of deal. I would I would guess that was probably the plan and then, you know, scheduling the live event and you know, probably didn't always line up. But I would have to imagine they probably tried to get some of these marquee matchups pretty early. Yeah, um so Marquee matchups. Do we have any on the first day? Because we we finish a three zero, but then we go to San Francisco versus Paris. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be any different. Even if you really trust in Paris, are they going to be good enough to beat the San Francisco Shock with potentially the rookie of the year? Yeah, not even candidate, just simply the rookie of the year proper on the team. Mm. Um, been hearing good stuff about Kilo as well. Finn's amazing on Anna. Violet Lucio is, I think, the meme that everyone will latch on to. Yeah. But my opinion is that Violet Lucio is not going to be as awful as everyone says. No. He's had enough time. He's... As long as he's not a detriment, I think it'll be cool. You, you'll, you'll be okay. You just need mm-hmm. to support proper four people, four protect one year. He's going to be your mm-hmm. raid boss. Give him all the resources and let him carry on Genji. You know, if you can do that, you're going to be fine. Yep. Um, Kaluge. Uh, as long as they're not in like a main tank kind of meta, you know, we, I don't think so. Shock, are unlikely to play anything Ryan related, and probably unlikely to play even Winston related comps. Most likely they'll Doom. stick to the Doom, stick to the Doom, stick to the Zara, stick to the Diva, stick to the Sigma as well. They'll be good on the Escort maps. Sigma definitely getting playtime play on the Escort maps. Um, so, is there any belief in Paris at all? First of all, does, do, do any of you think Paris can win this? And then if you do, if or rather, if you do explain, if you if you don't think they're going to win, what are they going to get? Are they going to get anything? Because I, I, I'm i looking at this as another 3-0 to me. I'm, I've, I have to put my you know shoulder up with Avril here. I do think this is going to be a 3-0 for the shock. I don't see too much in the way of Paris squeaking in here. It's interesting to hear that Sigma is seeing a lot of playtime on Escort. That may skew things, but... I, it's tough to argue against know. the shock right now. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's he's seeing a lot of playtime on on escort so much as that that's the only game mode that he can see playtime. Sure, that's right. If there is one, yeah, I would I would expect shock to come in kind of shallow. I think Kaluge is going to do fine, um, but I I do think that and this is going to be repeated quite a lot. 
this is going to be a team that's led in, you know, a lot of the success is going to be born and bred from that DPS lineup, as you said, Avril. Um, and yeah, it's it's tough to argue when you look at the caliber versus Paris. I do think Paris has promising results in the coming weeks, but the shock's a tough, that's a tough uh, day at the office. So what was your call line? Did you, did you get the 3 I have this 3-0 shock, yeah. Any naysaying, Jessica? Any doubt? I feel like there's Any a little in Paris. There's a You're little a magic here. I know you are. Yeah, there's a little magic here. I think. Um, but okay. like, there's a there's a lot of like green leaves in this shock lineup, right? Like, mm -hmm. which which has me like, hmm, okay, do I trust this? But generally speaking, like in terms of sheer quality, like this is I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to the possibility that Paris is going to win a map. Um sure. I wonder like how solidified uh the um the strategies especially on pusher and if there's more room for interpretation or like volatility. Um, but yeah, generally speaking. Like, well, you think Paris have a secret? You think they have some secret strats? What do you What do you mean? No, more like Max Cookbook. Who knows? Like if Max cooking up. <laughs> more like if um if everyone has a playbook on how every other game mode plays, then you mm -hmm. have more a more solid prior as to the stronger team winning while. That is necessary. I think, generally speaking, push. It will be interesting to see if it's a a solid game mode. You know, like how we used to say, like, oh, it's just two CP guys. By the way, never made, really made too much sense. But how the game mode is very different from others, and like didn't really necessarily, you know. Yeah. What do you want a spoiler? Hey, it's just push, guys. Is what it is. <laughs> it's just push. That's fine. <laughs> that just decided the series. It's oh, three God. run now, but it's just push, guys. Let me let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Never in the history of Overwatch or the Overwatch League or any any form or form of Overwatch or fashion of Overwatch in general mm. has there ever been a game mode where first fight win matters more. Sure. Yeah. Let me let me put that yeah. out there into the into the ether right now. In push, first fight win matters more than any other game mode ever created. Not by a little bit, by a monumental amount. Mm. Monumental. Mm. It's effectively order. just like snowball the game mode, right? Like you just take that lead it's not and you just, just snowballing. Push it. It's it's how easy it is to keep the snowball after you right. achieve the snowball. Right. Yeah. Right. You can you the once you've snowballed, if you have snowballed. Your ability to keep that snowball lead going for the entire duration of the game is insane on push. Mm. So, if there is a world where we rock, and this could be anything, this could be New York versus Clads, could be Shock versus Paris. If mm. any of the underdog teams on push roll up and they, I don't know, get an RNG sure. kill, maybe get lucky, or someone on the other team makes a mistake, you get a plus one, uh, you're not bad, and you can roll that plus one into the more serious advantage, and you win the first fight. There's a good shot that they can maybe squeeze the map. But depend but here's the other problem. Here's the other thing is I don't 
to me, it's still not like, oh, you win first fight, you instantly win the map. It's not as... No. I, I'm making it sound extreme. It's not as extreme as that. Mm -hmm. Because the better team, even if they fail the first fight, they can still come back, maybe win that second fight and, you know, get their shit together. They would... You'd yep. still have to lose two to three fights in a row to get snowballed. Yeah. If you lose, like, three fights in a row and push... I think you're done. I think at that yeah, stage, yeah. there's still like five minutes left, but you can just call the map. Yeah. You can yeah. literally call the map. Like yeah. you, you can't afford to lose three fights in a row. You can lose two and then you must win that third fight mm -hmm. or you might as well GG yeah. out. Just you're, like the rest of the five minutes on the map is a total waste of time. So <laughs> it's you like still a, have to lose a lot to get snowboard. Hmm? Isn't it just like a three prong like issue that like you start out, you win the first fight, the objective time like you're now far ahead you're ahead in the old economy and most of the time the map geometry also lets you set up on high ground so you're advantage anyway or choose the battle where it's uh, taking place right actually 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 the defenders the losing team has better positioning on both yes. the push maps because the both the push maps the high ground seriously favors the defending team or mm -hmm. the losing team okay. so actually the attacking team can't quite get favorable high ground off the top which is actually probably a good thing because it allows the yeah. losing team to have the ability to win that second or third fight. Um, mm -hmm. Anything is good. But what, sorry, what you're actually more likely to see, I, I'm actually turning things, this is, a little, this is a little convoluted, guys. I'm sorry for dragging us through this, this broken glass right now of a description. What I'm trying to say is there is a possibility for an underdog team to maybe get some shit going on push. But the opposite is also extremely true. In fact, the opposite is probably more likely, which is that the expected winning team mm -hmm. is just going to win the neutral fight and then dominate the next two fights in a row and maybe even another fight to four in a row. Uh, but then the map is too hard to finish. So even if you're the dominant team, unless you're like sick, like way fucking better than the other team, and I, I don't know that there's going to be too many of those matches. We're not looking at Shanghai versus Valiant yet. Just because, yeah. I mean, Paris aren't the worst team. They're okay. They'll put up a fight. You know, they'll be reasonable. Mm -hmm. Shock isn't Shanghai fucking Dragons. Shock is a top team, but not the best team. So what's going to happen is Shock plays Paris on a push map. They'll win three to four fights in a row. They'll get like 100, 100 meters, 110 meters. Mm -hmm. And then the next five minutes after that, because they'll eventually lose because of the spawn differences and the advantages once you get deep enough into the enemy base, right? Eventually lose. Mm -hmm. Three minutes are gone. You will spend the next five minutes being waterboarded with yeah. San Francisco Shock just like kind of winning, but not really because they can't finish the map. And you're going to just see them kind of, you know, they're sort of winning. They might lose a little bit. The, the push bot will go back a little bit. People that don't know don't understand how push works will be like, oh, Paris have a chance. They don't. And then Shock inevitably win another fight once, once Paris decide to push a little bit in their territory. And we're just watching this timer go down. And you mm -hmm. know three minutes into the game, it's actually over and Shock have already won. But you're sitting there with a wet towel on your face, water being poured on your face for five minutes, like fucking enemy. Can Shock just win or like what? Well, they can't because they can't finish the map because it's hard. But Paris also can't do anything either. So you're just sitting there for five minutes where nothing is happening. Yeah. Because, it, and then the Shock eventually win when the eight minute time hits. And that's, that's, that's pushing a nutshell. So get ready. That's what's going to happen. I'd be it'd be really funny if that exact description came true exactly to the T of exactly of, like perfectly as I've described it mm. on, on match day. Yeah. That would be so funny. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I think you pointed out this out by the way already. Like 
the incentive to really try to finish the map is so little, man. Like, it's almost like mm. you basically want to play, like, two CP end zone stall. Like, for <laughs> like get ready. People are going to pick Wrecking Ball and just, like, fucking disrupt that shit when no, it gets no, six minutes. Oh, they can't. They can't pick right. Wrecking Ball. True. Yeah. yeah. But, like, but you know, would. Winston or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I feel like is, imp- at least in my kind of heuristics for push, the one thing that I am looking at is to see how like aggressive teams tend to look at this map. Um, I think they, a team like let's say uh, in Atlanta, a team like that has like very clear calling that like manages their their pre fight really well. I'm looking at like Atlanta, Dallas. Maybe even a little New York if they can get behind Yaki. Like, I'm looking at these teams just to see if they can just throw themselves into certain, like, disadvantageous fights, whether it be, you know, pushing the bot uh, in, like, trying to make up space once you get control, um, maybe even, like, fighting into high ground. I have a funny feeling that like the way that these maps are designed to, you know, allow for some more flanks. I I think these more aggressively minded teams, the teams with a little bit more direct calling um, will potentially have an advantage. Um, Whereas like a team like San Francisco, who's like Yiska said, a little bit more green, still trying to figure out how or, you know, if if Violet's still calling, I would imagine he is um, where everybody is on the same page. I'm looking for these these aggressive and cohesive teams probably have an edge most likely and that's maybe where some of those stylistic differences come that Jessica kind of hinted at but I'm unsure I'm I'm very so, interested to see how this plays so th- what's your scoreline what do you think is going to happen uh I have this 3-0 uh shock did Jessica give a scoreline yet no uh I'm going 3-1 do you Paris will get one Okay. Because J Mac's been in the lab, he's got something cooking or what? <laughs> Glista is going to hit one lucky one on push, and it's uh, that's the, that's the one. He's got to hit more than one lucky one. He's got to hit about two to three lucky ones in a row. Ah, oh, you can do that. And and proper has to get unlucky about it's two on three proper. times in a the row. The first one, lucky one, is on proper. It's over. I <laughs> <laughs> got right, so Glista's going to play Hanzo, yeah, and just proper's just like he's just double jumping. You know, just doing doing normal Gengu stuff, yeah. and then mm-hmm. boom, just a, just log headshot just finds him. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's the fight over. It's actually the one and that happens three more times. It's actually supposed to hit Kilo, but like proper just like is in the middle of it, mid dash, get fucked. Then and then and then proper yells at Kilo like, ah, you fucking got me killed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the map. Um, yeah, and then. Um, and then the shock internally implode because they're having a fight with each other. Everybody's okay. just having a big fight. They're Analysis. in a big brawl. You know? yep. That's when you bring the brawl from in-game to out of game. True. You know? The, the rhymes go at it out of game. Um, I'm, a, I'm fucking around, obviously. Uh, but also, am I? I don't know. Um, shock. Who knows? Uh, no, I think it's a 3-0. I think, uh, I think they're too good for mm. Paris to get anything in there. I'd be surprised. I think Paris have a decent lineup, generally speaking. Mm. Um, I think the back line in particular is really strong, especially in a meta like this. Khan, Anna, plus uh, Dredro, Lucio should be decent. But everything on the shock is just stronger. 
maybe not so much the Violet Loose show, but everything else is certainly, in my opinion, stronger. So there's just so much more going on for the Shock that I don't see them losing. I, I think Overwatch 2 is a game where individual diff matters so much. Mm-hmm. You're just, if you, if you simply have players that can diff other players on the other team, it matters way more than it matters in Overwatch 1, in my, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So if your player quality is just better, then you should just win most of the times. If you click the head better, you win. Okay. So kind of a little bit slid on the Paris. I think, if, if, did you give a map to New York? You did, Jessica. You are such a generous person. Dude, you were giving a map to New York. It's, you're giving a map to Paris. Next, you're going to tell me Florida's going to be Atlanta. It's, it's one of the worst things I do in, in predicting. It's like also, I, it kind of ruined my jo- June Just run last year, is I don't predict clean sweeps enough. I always feel like, ah, Overwatch is so random. You can always win a map. Is Pop that, off once or two. Random? Yeah, it feels pretty random. How's it random? What 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 is the random? What I mean, there's where is the random? I don't know. Like the first fights are super important, and they just like you know happen. But probably <laughs> not as much. That, hang on, I don't think first fights in other game modes, not called push, are as insane because I see way too many times mm. on control on Koth, you lose the first fight. You might even get snowboard O ninety nine, and then you make the hundred ninety nine comeback anyway. Yeah, too many times I've seen that. Which, by the way, can't happen in, in push. So uh, the equivalent of equivalent of an 099 in push would be like, I don't know, 99 meters of cart push. Mm. If a team reaches 99 meters, just go and sit down and read a book for five minutes because you know the result already. This, it's, yeah. it's actually not possible for the other team to come back from. Don't worry about it. You know the result. But yeah, it, it, like, uh, that's something that uh, teams have expressed to me, that the game now feels more random because like beforehand, you could... You could um, just like key people from like entering sidelines that are ever dangerous. But if you mm-hmm. if you got like like literally every hit scan in the in the league is now capable of having a pop off day where you, they just t- can take over a game. Yeah. That's and not just, random. That's that's skill. What do you mean? That's how's that random? I mean yeah. Okay, now we are getting into the Random would be random would be rolling a dice, you know, the your fate is not in your hands, random, you know. <sighs> Yeah, you're, you're 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 playing you're playing roulettes like that's that's random. Like, what do you? But like sometimes you know, maybe the intentional stuff doesn't happen, but there's something lucky that happens that usually doesn't happen. Or it's it. it I I realize there's some. I've also criticized been criticized or like others ha- have told me they don't think it's random, but like I don't know the. The nature of how this happens is like not deterministic. It's like not. It's hard to explain, but like. Is it fair to say that it's high variance? Yeah, I think that's that's also very. I don't, it's more high variance. I think we're generally going to see more upsets and more like less three zeros than last season. Okay. If. If somebody overperforms and the other person on the other team underperforms, then yes, but I don't see that as being different from Overwatch 1. Because that's that's been that's like any game. Any game, any esport, any situation. That can always well, happen to anybody. Agreed. You know, Would you say that there's more of an opportunity for that to happen now in Overwatch 2 than it was for Overwatch 1? It just not it doesn't feel like it to me. I d I don't I don't okay. feel that to be the case personally. 
Um, or the fact- look, if it is, then like I'm looking at the players, like what's going on there? Why are they having yeah. hot and cold days? Like, yep. are they not warming up enough? You know, is the aircon one degree off? <laughs> are they using the wrong mouse pad? Do they change the sensitivity? What are they doing? What are they doing? The thing is, like, if is you look the, at, uh, at CS, right? Sometimes there are in-game leaders that are act- actual detritus aimers, and they will have a pop-off day and look like fucking, I don't know, sure. Zaiwu for, for, like, a match. That's mm. just, like, within the physiology of the human body is just, like, complete ability to get in sync, and then you will never get it back. It's, like, temporary magic. And it's very hard for me to say, yeah, okay, this is not random. Sure. Now to to add some 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 barriers to this to to add some fencing. A, not CS. B, it's one player, right? Like you're, yeah, you're looking for one player that has that magical though. capability to be able to step up if yeah the, the the situation's the right way, right? I I know what you're saying, and I would tend to agree for the most part, but I I would like to see some evidence of that, you know. I feel like, Before, for instance, yeah. like people would also already claim like a certain randomness in prior Widow Matters, where it's just yes. like, oh yeah, this this fucker just got like a lucky angle, like yeah, he like there's, the there's, timing on that angle was unreal. I mean, it's I think not the pretty, arguments like practice or heard. rehearsed. Some of it is. Some of it you you try to. I think the most of it that I've at least heard argued. Is that you try to rehearse clearing as many angles as it's feasible, but there are those moments where you just hook shot over, get a headshot, and the fight's over. Like yeah. there's there's not much you can feasibly yeah, just, like counterplay into that. I just don't think that's random. I think that's that's good skill on the part of the person doing that. Agreed. To me. So um I'm happy to move past this though. This is yeah. this is devolving a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um I get your point. So mm. yeah. Florida Atlanta. Yes. Mm. I feel like Atlanta should win, but mm-hmm. this one I don't think is going to be three zero. I, I don't feel the three zero here because question. First of all, is Xy? He's not in Florida yet, right? There's no way because he's announced really late, so I don't think he's in Florida. But Jet I, is in Florida. I'm gonna look. I do not believe so. I don't think Xy's there yet. So you're not going to get the Xy. You can't. You don't have the Xy soldier. You're going to have to deal with. I don't know how good Hydron soldier is. Checkmate will be playing Genji. Someone can play. Apparently, someone can just play all of it. So fucking, he's just a god. Um, either Kareev or Majid can play the Anna. Kareev is eh. very well known for his Anna, so I wouldn't be surprised if Kareev maybe just plays it. Kareev probably spent more time scrimming with the team recently as well. Is he physically in Florida, Kareev? I don't know. Uh, because if no. he is, that... I'm not sure. Okay, that that actually changes things. Because if Majid is there physically, then he'll play. If Kareev is, is there physically, he probably plays, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, Florida is still kind of gathering pieces by what it sounds like. Um, even if they had everybody, I'm not entirely sure that Florida beats Atlanta no. right now. No. I don't... I Well, Kai can play Soldier. I don't know how much I will trust the Nero Genji, personally. Mm-hmm. Um... Obviously, between Hawk and Gator, they'll be okay. Hawk can just play most of the things right now. Yeah. OG Ultraviolet on Lucio Anna. Yeah, they're going to be great. That's going to be a fantastic duo. Yeah. So, on a player quality level, I think Atlanta has just got it locked down. Even if maybe Checkmate's Genji could be better than Nero's. Maybe I'm underrating Nero a little bit here. Even if that is the case, 
that's still not enough to get Florida over the line, yeah. in my opinion. Like someone the the tank play would have to be so fucking good. He would have to be like ruining Hawk mm-hmm. in this heads up, in my opinion, for them to like actually beat Atlanta. So apparently Kareev is physically in Florida. Now, a couple of reasons why I think Kareev might play. One, and this is not a leak. I haven't seen any mayhem scrims in a long ass time now. One, Kareev is well known for his Anna. Two, Majed has been stuck in Saudi Arabia, which means in scrims, you're going to favor the person that's actually with you. They can play on low ping. And you're at this stage for week one, you're probably unlikely to change to Majed when you've been scrimming with Kareev for however long Kareev has been in Florida. So, which is probably a good thing. I don't know. I, if part of me thinks Kareev is probably going to be better than Majed on that air anyway. So mm-hmm. it'll probably be fine. Unless Kareev is like underperforming heavily, but I don't know. I want to believe that the Kareev Anna, that reputation is still there for him. So I'll say Atlanta 3 1. I will give Florida the one. Ditto. Yeah, that's exactly how I've got it. Uh, I have Atlanta 3 1. I'm giving Florida a map. Um, I'll say it's probably either, granted, I we don't know how the maps fall, but I would probably guess it's probably one of the more historically volatile like i'm looking at control maybe getting the the win early taking a first fight and running it with with push something like that um i'm interested to see what florida looks like this is another kind of like litmus test matchup where we kind of have i think we we all agree the eye test when it comes to atlanta they have a great roster on paper Things from the stock exchange sound very, you know, positive when it comes to Atlanta, Florida. On the other hand, I think people are still hesitant to buy into any kind of stonks or crypto or NFTs that you know Yiska may be peddling. Um, so I, I am peddling. interested to see what. Yeah, you're peddling them. You, you've got your trench coat. You're like, hey, look at my watches. You know, hey, look at these pocket knives. You know, it's some back alley, you know, stuff. I don't know. Why if are you naked under this trench coat? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm interested to see what Florida looks like. I, I'm, I kind of have, I look at them as like a, an, a team that's very early to metas. So I'm, I'm interested to see like at the end of the week how their compositions maybe differ from other people's. Um, but yeah, I'll give them a map. I think it's, they're, they're of the caliber for a map. Oh, yes, you're a known map giver. <sighs> yeah, I'm a map giver, how man. Maps Fuck. You, how many maps will you give? No, the thing is, look, I'm not going to shit on Atlanta specifically here because I think there are definitely a lot of teams this season that have a tendency to like crumble when uh, when they fuck up. But man, this team has the ability to just like sometimes. Just fucking start trolling scrims. <laughs> however, however, I you, it'd be they not trolling it, matches. No, they're not. Trolling. They'll troll no. scrims, but they're not gonna walk up no. and do an official match. And be like, oh, do, what if we just lost? <laughs> do I would would I feel better if they didn't troll scrims? Yeah, because oh, that would okay. that would demonstrate you know a certain level of maturity of a person. But um, I think that it's not a problem here. I think it's a. I'm a map giver. I give him out. I'm map Robin Hood. Um, I'm huh. going three one Atlanta again. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're giving everybody one map. You yeah. Know? No. You like it's, the you like the you like the Oprah Winfrey of map giving. Everybody <laughs> gets a map. Yeah. Everyone gets a map. From you. Yeah. It's I will say when it comes to, to Atlanta, 
Eh, well, I mean, I think you you mentioned your June Joust performance. I think you're trying to get in some of those those correct predictions on the map scores. I would actually fight you on the Atlanta point. I think what makes Atlanta good is their loose, like very cavalier way of playing the game. I think that keeps them fiery, let's say. I think I think if you change like the the structure or like the culture of that team to be like hyper like strict, I don't think you get as much out of those players. No, I think that's fine. They're the type to be loose. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not not criticizing. I'm just saying there's a certain risk vector for me. Oh, for sure. And then by far not like I'll straight up tell you that same risk vector exists for San Francisco Shock this year. Mm -hmm. It's not a secret that some of those boys can get spicy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, yeah, okay. So uh, here's actually one extra thing. I would be a little bit annoyed if after this Florida Atlanta game, people are like, oh, all these Florida shots, <laughs> all these Florida scrim bucks, huh? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, you know they're people, coming. People, people thought Florida were good. It's like, bro, they played Atlanta. I mean, come on, yeah, the top teams, the top yeah. four team, man. I mean, and this is this is like globally, like you put Atlanta and APAC, they're probably still going to do good. Like Florida, as much as yes, the stonks are high. Come on now. Let's be reasonable. People are going to people are going to use Florida losing to Atlanta as as evidence that the stonks were bad. I don't know. We'll see. But wait till Florida play Paris and Vancouver. You'll see. Yeah. Honestly, even Houston, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Yeah. Uh, By the way, like day two. Yeah, go on. Like I had a Reddit run in. And I'm not going to dunk over Leon because you of course you did. But like it, it was like daily. it was like okay. To be fair, the person was reacting towards a vast saying Hawk is going to be league MVP this year. Now I have a high opinion of Hawk because in my mind, just like zero role stars, only rookie of the year. It's Pelican just carried them to a top three finish of the uh, team of uh, the year last year and like a finals performance, right? Was just Pelican. I mean, nobody else got a roll star, right? And then that person said, Hawk is overrated. And I popped the gasket at that <laughs> because like, how can anyone on Atlanta other than Pelican be overrated by definition? Yeah. If you have a top three team in the world and there's zero roll stars on their team, it is virtually impossible for anyone to be overrated at that point. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I think, I think this is a really solid team. I feel like people, people must. I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like rationalize in my mind how they arrive <laughs> at these conclusions. I feel like people must, must compare the Atlanta run last year to Souls run the year before. Yes, right, because in their minds, like, oh, Soul got lucky with the meta. They, you know, mm. the gesture Roadhog. They got lucky. Yeah, Soul there was something pointed they out. They got finals. lucky with the meta, and then they think. You think the same thing happened to Atlanta? No. <laughs> except it was a fucking dive Sombra meta, which Atlanta can't play at all. Yeah. So that excuse doesn't work. Atlanta clearly didn't get lucky with the meta. Yeah. In fact, the opposite, the exact opposite happened. Um, Only sturdy Ryan abusers. What, they're then, cheesers. Then what, then what? Except everyone in fucking NA was playing that anyway, <laughs> including Shock. Yeah, and they only missed Hawaii and once, was- bro. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, yeah, and and it's you can't use the excuse like oh they sucked in the regular season they got lucky in playoffs they they, they fucking made Hawaii three times yep. yeah come on, um, so I don't know I don't, there's like no there's nothing to back up there's nothing no I feel like there's just no evidence there's no evidence to say that Atlanta 
are an overrated team. I it, just don't see it. It it must it must be like it, I think yes, we generally have a a problem of ranking the players in in on the Atlanta rain accurately. I think there's also a little bit of like nobody wants to give them the uh the their credit. But it's like come on, man. Like you can't you can't have that season with only like average players. Agreed. It is even even if everyone was just above average and a pelican was a monster, you still don't get that. Someone else has to be good on this team, bro. And you mm. can't beat Dallas Field in a full best of five. Agreed. In the lower bracket final to decide who the fuck gets to go into the grand final. Yeah. You don't beat Dallas Field in that best of five by being an average team. No. Or by being an overrated team. Because yeah. everyone will tell you that Dallas Field was one of the top teams. And so how in the fuck could a overrated average team beat one of the top teams like that? In, in, I'm not going to say convincingly, but definitely, at least in my mind, there's no mm-hmm. doubt. There's no doubt like, oh, Atlanta got lucky. So, no, they literally just beat them. They were the better team in the, in, in the brawl. And also, you know what? Gator even brought up the ball to be funny, and that, en- that ended up being okay. You know, Not groundbreaking, but ended up being okay. Mm. Um, so you, you, back to this opening week, you kind of have this interesting perfect storm of people both underrating both teams actually they're, they're heavily underrating florida because they think they're a garbo team that's a lot of the public sentiment they're also heavily underrating that rain because they just don't like the rain and there's nothing the rain can do to prove that they're a good team the rain could literally win the entire season and be the champions and people will still rank them mid-tier you know um and with the, both those things combined they will say that well you know Florida lost to a shit team, so they're clearly bad. <laughs> like that'll be that'll be the conclusion people make. Well, we jam Toronto in top five. Hell yeah, let's go, Poggers. So Boston, Vancouver. Here we go. Is it crazy that I I I don't know that this one is entirely clear? No, I oh, this I is this one's spicy. This one could no, get I, messy. I, I still think Boston win it. I still think Boston won it. Yeah. I think that's as clear as I feel. Is like I feel I like Boston wins, but I don't know that they win comfortably. No, because of a couple of reasons. One, other reports of Boston being a little bit slow at the moment in scrims. Mm-hmm. However, as Yisker has mentioned, this stock exchange it is a perfect meta for Boston. I expect that Boston should be the better team. Now, I, it's hard to quantify the amount of drop spaghetti on either team. Because mm-hmm. once you add that into the equation, I don't know what would happen. And Boston have dropped spaghetti in the past because they literally gave Vancouver their first first and only yes. Overwatch League win in the last season. And a sweep. And to be honest, though, there is some redemption here for Boston. I'm kind of glad they play Vancouver first because Vancouver was that demon team for them last time. Mm. Last year, right? And so I'm sure Boston would love to get the revenge on Vancouver and just put them down nice and early. Assert their dominance in the league nice and early against the team that they lost to last year in a bit of a meme fashion. Mm. Um, when you when you compare the two rosters, assuming no major spaghetti dropping, and by the way, if anyone wants to say like, yeah, well, Boston will drop spaghetti, when you got to apply the same thing to Vancouver. I don't think yeah. you can just allow them to not have that on their plate as well. Um, so Boston, Valentine Genji, Poggers. You have Striker Soldier. That's a pretty Poggers as well. Pog. Three tanks to choose from. One of them will get it right, surely. Yep. Faith Lucio, nice. Very nice. And either MCD or Crimson Anna. 
not yeah they're both good at it they're both good at that hero so like to me they tick all the boxes of the current meta mm-hmm. they should be good in this current meta there should be no excuses for boston the only reason they don't win or the only reason they screw up is again some some droppage of spaghetti will happen that that to me is the only way they 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 don't win this uh whereas on the vancouver side um you know yeska has had some choice words to say about false in the past i i don't know enough about false but i can trust yeska here uh, I think Aspire Shockwave are good, but one of them is not going to play because Psycho has to come in to play the Genji, right? And then you have their backline where Master on the Lucio will be brilliant. That's going to be really nice. Mm-hmm. In theory, Aztec on Anna should be good because I've seen, I know what his history on Anna has been. I know he's really good at this hero, but he's just had a weird prior season. Haven't seen him for a while. I don't know where he's at right now. Um, he has the potential to be really good. So there's this. I don't know where to rate Psycho on that Genji. I don't know where to rate False at the moment. I do know where to put Val- Valentine, and I do know where to put either the. Th- I know where all the three tanks of Boston could go. I think this will be Boston favorite. I'm even tempted to go three two here, but. <sighs> I feel you. I know. I. I'm right there with you. Let me flip a coin. Oh. Coin flip. Other man than I. Uh, I will do heads 3-2 Boston, tails 3-1 Boston. Because I can't decide. Yeah. Heads 3-2 Boston is going to be my scoreline. Okay. Yeah, I'm much in a lot of those similar conversations I'm, I'm right there with avril i think this is going to be a close three one for me um i look at all the possibilities that boston can bring out yes do i think that genji is going to be very strong 100 do i think soldier is nearly a must play i'm believing so but i'm very interested to see how certain maps play out if we will see a tracer if we will see a sombra i think that one's a little bit more on the defense for me even with those additional compositions thrown out there, I, I have to give this to Boston. I I, I have to uh, rely on the, the stock exchange here when it comes to false and his uh, rectangle front wheel that uh, Yiska just so lovingly described him as during our Vancouver Titans team preview. Um, yeah, I this one's going to be a mess. I, I do think that Titans are going to look you're going to start to see what we've been talking about with this DPS lineup. I think you're going to start to see some good things. I am interested to see what Psycho looks like. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be closer than people may expect. Um, but there again, I've seen some power rankings that have Boston pretty low. So we'll see. We'll see. She's back. Yes, because yes, because a shockwave believer. I am. Fuck. Um, You're both a shockwave believer and a map giver. Yes. Yeah, so have with, you thought with, about with any of these combined. any of these games prior to this, or are you just doing this on the fly? Mm, I have to ask. I'm feeling it. It I mean it's written in the ether and I just have to read it out. So. <laughs> that sounds like a line out of my playbook, good sir. Uh, uh, um so I think it's a three one Boston. Um oh. let's let's see if I can get through this while only predicting three ones. But <laughs> yeah, all of your scores are three one so far. I, I mean, this is this is a He's different quality of three one. 
You know, this is a solitary mm. one that where mm. randomness isn't koala, accounted for. The mouthfeel. Yes, this is. There's no ripples in the ether. It's uh, crystal clear. It's completely manifested. It's uh, a three-one. No uh, questions asked. Okay. Why? Why is it no questions asked? Why? Why is this different to? Well, because otherwise I would have to say three-two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, right. I see what you're doing. Okay. Right. It feels like a 3-1. I don't want to account for volatility. I, I just, like, assume the universe is just. And then I just say 3-1 Boston because that's how, in my mind, the power level between these two teams shake out. Fair play. Right. London, San Francisco shock. Oh, boy. Any Londonious believers in the chat? I okay, map Robin Hood. Sell me on whatever map you're giving. Hell no! Hell <laughs> no! Hell no! I wasn't prepared for this. This is not the yeah no. Hell no! Now if Even I the most if generous I, man in the room can't get yeah. out of map. If, if I had access to the footage of whatever the first San Francisco Shock match looked like, I would mm -hmm. be more confident. I would definitely pivot. And this is one of those ones where you. Don't hand hand in your uh, your match prediction until you've seen the first match. But yeah, I think this is a three zero. Unfortunately, this is. I mean, you you can think like London is not going to be as bad as it was last season. They are now mm -hmm. in a, in a um, I think generally speaking, like this is uh, probably not going to be a team that's going to lack as much as they did last year. But man, come on. Is, proper is feels like it's a different level of human being than uh, the bottom half of the table. So I think sure. it's pretty... he's the Terminator. Yeah, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger rocking up in that first movie or the second one. Teleports in completely naked, just bursting <laughs> with muscles. Walks into the biker bar, says, "Give me your clothes and your bike." And then London are like, ah, oh, fuck, I guess we have to. It didn't you know, take long for that. Avril to come can't up with new that. Overwatch 2 pawn, by the way. That was very quick. Is that what, what you uh, do? Is that how you cho cho uh, determine your choice of uh, MVP for the season? You just imagine them in Terminator I think if I wasn't, If I wasn't an Overwatch caster or just a caster, or if I wasn't in esports, I'd... Um, I think I'd, I'd most likely be a pawn director. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Fire up the old Wattpad, <laughs> write some proper fanfic. Here for it. Um, yeah. So, no, I can't. I can't give London any maps here. I don't think I can. Yeah. And it's not even just a proper factor. It's like everything. I mean, I do. I even. Bro, this is gonna sound bad. I, I, I don't. Uh, Ooh. It's this is not fair and admirable at all. But I don't even think I don't even think the Violet Lucio is gonna be that is, is gonna be enough. Do you know what I mean? Like you... That would be the only hopium that I would give London is that like you have hopium, a dedicated Lucio player. The only, the only hopium is like, bro, you you better hope Admiral is better than Violet. Yeah. But even then, I don't know oh, this is gonna sound bad. I don't know that he is. <laughs> I don't know that he is, and I don't know that that would help enough. Sure. Because every other position is hard diffed. Yes. And like I agree with what you said previously. Like this is a game 
um, that is going to require a lot of individual impact. And if you just cannot meet the caliber that the shock is providing, I don't care how much or how many mice they're thrown at each other. I, I look at proper, I look at backbone. Hmm. Seems pretty clear. I look at Kilo. I look at Shax as much as I look at like Shax and Sparker. Kilo's a little bit, you know, a little bit saucy. This whole thing is like green lights for San Francisco. I don't know how you can give London a map. And and here's like here's another thing. People I remember when we did the London preview, everyone was like, oh man, the amount of disrespect on Shax. Let me tell you something about Shax. He's a tracer player, we're not in a tracer meta. Yeah. We are not in a tracer meta. No one is gonna be playing tracer. Not no. yet. Maybe not, maybe not for the whole season, mm. depending on how things go. Yeah. So unless Shax has another S tier hero in his back pocket. No, I, I, I haven't really talked about Shax. I don't know that I will yeah. at this point because he's got he's to have something else in the back pocket that's insane. Maybe his soldier's really good. Does Sparker play soldier, though? Because if Sparker plays, he's probably going to be playing. I would guess it's backbone Sparker. I think Shax has some like mid to long range hit scan that is good. Like I would look at his Widow. I'd look at his Ash as like, yeah. potentials. But like outside of that, I'd still look at maybe Sparker as like, the safer pick. Haven't seen Backbone's Genji. Yeah, won't be as good as Proper's Genji. No, that's not. That's nothing against Backbone because most players, most, and people not named Sparkle, are not going to be as good as Proper on the Genji. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah, maybe Pelican as well. But true. Yeah, it's just it's too much. It's too much. Maybe the one way that London can beat the Shock here is they they have to attack them outside the game. Like mentally, they have to. Like, <laughs> you do. Here's what you do. You send a screenshot to Violet. You DM him a screenshot to Violet. Mm. And in the screenshot, it shows Finn is Finn and FD God follow each other on Instagram. That's what you show him. And then Violet in a fit of rage will get into a fight with Finn. And then they'll beat each other up and they can't play. And that's how you beat the shock. Mm. There you go. I I would like to see London come out with some like kooky stuff because like this is a game that I don't think anybody expects you to win. I think even taking a map off shock would be like a moral victory, like for, for the culture. Like, I don't care if it's Sombra. I don't care if it's Bastion. Hell, give me you somehow unlock Wrecking Ball and crash the game. I don't know what you need to do, but I'm I'm hoping to see some some wild stuff out of London to not just make this a 3-0. Show some strategic depth, show some 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 capability to to approach with some creativity. Um and I think I think Christopher has has the the ability to to summon that. So I'm I'm looking to see what they can provide. But yeah, it's a three zero for sure. Christopher versus nine K. Yeah, the Philly boys back at it again. <laughs> okay, you ready for the first like truly actual game? Yeah, the, not just actual game. Oh, hang on, no. Before we get there, we're gonna get to the other actual game that's not an actual game. Dallas versus Houston. I forget. That's on the same day. We finished day two with the Ballad of Texas. Yes. Where it's going to be a 3 0 Dallas next. Who, anyone else? What? And they say, no, ah. no. I mean, I have Dallas winning, but I think yeah. it's, it's going to be a little bit closer. No. 3 no. 0 Dallas. 3 0 Dallas. Okay. You're, what's the opposite of Robin Hood? No, no. Not, <laughs> He's a robber not baron. Refuse to elaborate in I exit the podcast. 3 0 Dallas. <laughs> Mike drop. It's the I'm, perfect meta for them. It's the perfect it meta is. for Dallas. It what is. the fuck are Houston going to do? 
to, they don't even have a Lucio player. Perfect meta for Dallas. But either Fearless or Harmon completely diff Piggy. Like, they're not in the same universe. They, they're not comparable. No, Anyone who thinks Piggy right. is comparable to those tanks, no, it's, he's you're, not. You, you, um, I, you don't know what you're talking about. You have no idea. Yeah. Um, you don't. You, Piggy, Piggy is not in the same universe as Fearless or Harmon. Is Pelican good at the game? Yeah, he is. But Sparkle's the best Genji in the world. Next. Yeah. What else you got for me? Yeah. I mean, that way. There's no right. area. There's no area that Houston has a has a has a win over Dallas here. Cole, you yeah. have Lash or Iris. Which one of them is better than Field? Exactly. Than none of them. Yes. Agreed. None of them. Agreed. How I don't. How how does Houston win a single map? In what way do they win a single map when they are diffed in every single position? Yeah, I. The more that the more that I think about it, the more that I'm swayed, and I don't know how tell you, Jason though, gets in. I'm very good at swaying. If there's one thing I'm good at, it's swaying. This is the first one I've I've made significant changes to my pickums. This was I was like, oh, maybe Houston has something going, and no. I'm like, this doesn't. Everything no. that I'm hearing doesn't seem like it's like a mega open meta. And uh, yeah, the more that I look at it, the more that I'm talking through other teams, I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna big up Lucio players, and we're gonna big up you know flexibility at tank. And so, Houston doesn't have that, so I don't know how they win any maps. <laughs> no, I, I have the answer. I have the answer to Yiska's question. Yiska's like, oh, what's the what's the opposite of a Robin Hood? Um, it's being right, and I'm being uncorrect right now. So there you go. That's the answer. Gentrification mark right here. Um, <laughs> no, this is this is. I I think Houston is not like Houston in my mind is like in the second tier of teams. I think they certainly have something sure. to say. But below Dallas, and got it. Okay, yes, understandable. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but like a one tier difference is probably. Like, and they're not, like, the chances of them, like, if I had to give you percentages of likelihood that Dallas will win here, I would go 80, 85%, right? Okay. But the chances of a clean 3-0? Nah, I gotta give 3-1. But, okay, so, like, walk us <laughs> through <laughs> how that happens. Back. Any map, he any map. He didn't, he, didn't, he didn't have any coins available at his London, San Francisco... But then he checked his back pocket, and actually, what he did is he went to he went up to the little kid. Yep. And he checked behind the air. I was like, "Oh, I found a coin behind the kid's ear." That's what he did. Yep. I mean, this is a like London shock is like a four tier team jump. Agreed. This is a one tier team jump. Sure, but like you have to you have to understand like what this sounds like, right? You're looking at a team. Yeah. You're looking at one team who doesn't have a Lucio player. Has a. I mean, here, again, very easy. They have, like. Okay, you ready for this? Uh huh. I'm no. All of the top teams are mildly concerned for Dallas because I think, in comparison to other top teams, their hit scan player is ass. <laughs> okay. It's just Soldier. We're not asking them to play Watermaker. It's just soldier. Yeah, but it's also way overtuned, and like the differences are considerable. By the way, Dallas played soldier last year. It was the only hit scan and they could did, play. And who played that? Sparkle played. <clears throat> ah, soldier, so okay, is, he, is he going to like have two mice at his PC? Is that what's going on? Yeah, no, yeah, obviously he's, not. he's got a multi box. He will multi box. Sure. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if he played it, Doha's Genji is still great. And even if that's not the case. 
Mm-hmm. Sparkle plays Genji. Doha plays Soldier. Doha also played Soldier yeah. last year. He did. He did. Like, again, like, okay, for, for argument's sake, let's give Houston Soldier for just, just for the devil's advocacy, right? Who's playing the Soldier? Who is it? Uh, sure. Yeah, I would have no. to imagine. Sorry, I cast this guy for his entire career. Dude. I ain't giving him Soldier. Dude. I ain't giving it to him. But, I, uh, real quick, we can agree that in a match of Dallas versus uh, Atlanta, Kai walks into the schoolyard takes their lunch money and shoves them into every single locker. Sure. After which they have to like have <laughs> a a pillow fight, a pillow fort in their lockers because they're not getting out for that night. Yes, agreed. However, Houston are not the Atlanta Rain. They do not have Kai. Ergo, your straw man doesn't work. No, so, but back to what I was saying. <laughs> that yes, CPS line you is may not still be- I I feel like the the second DPS on uh, on Houston is much better than um, the one. I'm on- going to give you that. I, I personally, I won't speak for Avil. I will personally give you that. However, you look at Houston, you just wrote how slow they were to the meta. True. We've talked on this show about how quick Dallas are yeah. getting into metas. From that, I feel like you can extrapolate how, like, how many quantita- or qualitatively good practices each team has had. You look at like the the like on paper head to head matchups you have one one good spot for Houston and I am I am forcibly giving you that and like that one difference is going to make up the rest of the team I don't know I find that hard to believe personally yeah I mean I'm not saying make up I'm saying it's enough to win a map enough for a map I don't know I'd be impressed so, so- so you're saying that Merit is going to carry them so hard that Houston are going to win a map off a of soldier alone? I think I'm... Right, yeah. <clears throat> That's one of those fields where I can't really talk about too much. If I'm saying too much, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And I don't want to be in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't... I don't see where Houston can diff Dallas at all. I think uh, this is the season of diffing. And in this game, more than in, in the previous game, mm. you're going to feel the diff more than before, like individual mechanics-wise. Yeah. Um, even if Houston had the better soldier, and I don't, I don't think they do, but even if they did, I don't think it's enough. The other positions are way too one-sided. Yeah. Piggy, is not, Piggy is not in the same constellation as either Harbin or Fielder. Lastro and Iris... Neither of them are as good as Fielder and Anna, not even close. And neither of them are Lucio players, so Chio just wins that by default. Yep. So, no, there's like cool one position at the most. And then you have Pelican versus the best Genji in the world. Um, okay. Even no, maybe. It's, it's, it's not even, that's not going to be good enough either. Yeah. I so, don't I don't see it. Like, I can't see them winning a map. I'm, I'm, I think, I think I figured it out. Yiska is. The Robin Hood, mm-hmm. and then I, what's the name? What's the uh, name of the king with all the money? Is it King Richard? Eric? Oh yeah, Robin I think that's Hood, true. That right? King King Richard the Lionheart. Yeah, and I, and more so than that, I'm also really stingy. Like I, I'm, I, I don't give any money. Mm. Yeah, you can't have anything from me. You have tax. So I'm very, to. I'm very willing to go three zeros. I've gone mostly three zeros, and Yusuf's gone mostly three ones. 
I'm but just making that one three and two. I did do that one three and two. True. Because uh, the coin Fate flip decided. told me so. <laughs> just saying, prepare for next week when all of this comes true and I have to bring Morgan Freeman in order to chew your ass out. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. It will what, be what very comes interesting. True? My predictions or your predictions come true? Mine. Like the three one. Okay. Okay. After. Oh, well. I mean, we are arguing a map. To be I fair. will be. I yeah. will be more. I won't be disappointed myself. I'll be disappointed in the teams for losing that one. Mm. <laughs> yep. Because it, it'll be like you know they shouldn't have. They really shouldn't have. Suddenly, um, Dallas loses their first. If match. anything, it'll be it'll be Atlanta because they're trolling. Apparently, accordingly, according to you, it'll be Atlanta for losing a map just because they're trolling. Um. <laughs> all right. Toronto versus Washington. This one's actually hard. Yeah, this one Depend I had to. I flip flop a few times, depending on your opinions Gucci? on these teams. And yeah, you know, I know Joe's pretty low in Toronto. Well, on both um, these teams, let's be honest. So, and they're both kind of even. Like even in my own head, yeah, they're both pretty evenly ranked to me, and they're both like have capabilities in certain areas and weaknesses in other areas, and I don't know. Like Toronto definitely have the better support line. That's a that's a huge W straight oh, away. Yeah, hundred percent. Tanks. I want to believe Mag can be better, but somehow Mag on this team hasn't worked. I, I don't see. I call me skeptical. I don't see it changing. Mm. So this is this sounds like heresy, but I'm willing to go for Muse Hopper over Mag, and that sounds heretical as fuck. But you do. I don't. Know, I like Hopper. I like Hopper. What can I do? Uh, and then DPS, I'll probably give the DPS to Washington. I think Assassin is really good on Genji. I've mm. seen a lot of his Genji in the past. Happy is a hit scan god, so he's going to be playing the soldier. He'll be really, really good. Um, who cares about Decay at this point? Assassin, <laughs> Assassin Happy is enough for me. Yep. So, is that enough? Is Assassin Happy being better enough when there's Chorong Twilight on the other side? Ooh. Shit. And who did Toronto have on Genji? Let's have a look. Is it Finale? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's not. Issue Soldier. Worse. I, th I think this is yeah. reasonable. Issue mm -hmm. Soldier, Finale, Genji. Mm. I think you probably still give the edge to Washington, but it's an edge, right? It's not like a completely diff. No, I'm giving the edge to Toronto. I'm, I'm leaning Toronto. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm I'm just in the Toronto. DPS lineup, to be clear. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably give it, I pr if I have to choose, I'd choose Happy Assassin. Right, but like in terms of the teams, you're giving a slight edge to Toronto? It's just that in my opinion, Chorong Twilight are so much better than Open Acrylin. Sure. You know, whereas I think Assassin Happy are better than Hisu Finale. Mm -hmm. But I don't think they're monstrously better than them unless you, unless you are a real Hisu doubter. Yeah. Um... But I do think Toronto Twilight are just monstrously better than Krillin Opener, right? And let's just say Muse Hopper versus Mag Kalios is. I'll call that in, call that one even. I don't know. That's too hard for me right now. Call it even. Yeah. So I don't know. Based on that, I th I'm I'm leaning Toronto. Mm -hmm. I think it could be close. Three, one or two. Uh, Get the coin out. Bro, this is hard. 
The problem with going, you know, the problem with going three. There's a huge difference between. I think there's a bigger difference between three two and three one than there is between three one and three zero. Because I think, to Yiska's credit, yeah. a team can get. I don't want to use the L word here because I don't like the word lucky in this context. But there's enough variance and room mm. for maneuvering that a team could squeeze in a map and then still lose. For example, we've seen plenty in the previous seasons where oh, one yeah. team will win the open control, then lose the next three in a row. You're shitty on a map, or yeah, it happens. But three two means the game is really close. It means we pushed it to a map five. And usually in the case of a 3-2, it's close enough that it could, it could actually go either way. Mm. So a 3-2, there's, you know, there's a huge difference between a 3-2 and a 3-1. More so than a 3-1 and 3-0. So if I go 3-2, it means I think the two teams are actually really close. Whereas 3-1 means I still expect one team to win, but I think the other team can maybe squeeze something through. So probably in, under that law, I, I have to give this one Toronto 3-1. I don't think that I don't think it's close enough for me. Mm. Okay, I'm, I just have a lot of faith in Toronto Twilight. That's just where I'm leaning. I think that's more than fair. Um, I'm kind of pleasantly surprised. I thought this was going to be a spicy one for me, um, especially given what I've said about Toronto on our team previews. Um, but yeah, everything considered, I agree with the evaluation of the head-to-heads. I I think that you know Toronto's support line is just a big diff, and everything else kind of feels a little shades of gray like um the fact that the stock exchange is coming out and saying that washington is rotating their tanks quite often doesn't have me particularly confident um i do think their dps line has an edge and i do think that there's a lot of weight there um in those roles but on the opposite you know side you have hotba whom i have called a great bomb placer from season one um I, what, i'm not what? I, a, a good bomb placer he, he threw some mean? good bombs in season oh, okay. one and that's uh as much as i yeah, will give I him you're talking about, about counter strike or something i was like huh? no 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 <laughs> i mean bombs. it's it's not been particularly you know outstanding from his uh his metrics let's say um uh, but i don't think he's been like a detriment I, he's, he's just fine um so yeah, I, I think this is going going to be a little bit closer. I suspect that Washington can probably cobble together a couple maps. I'm going to go three to Toronto here, um, and yeah, it's probably going to be a spaghetti fest if I had to guess. Adam and Tom, we got both of us on the payroll, huh? I see. I yeah, it's it's it feels we're weird to say. I had Washington very clearly, and as the weeks have progressed, that I've I've looked more and more at this, and you know I have read the stock exchange. You know I'd be uh, an, a, a dummy not to. Um, and I'm not liking what I'm hearing and I'm liking what I'm hearing from Toronto. So I'll be pleasantly surprised if they're good. I will say if Mag comes out on Winston and he pops off, I'm going to look pretty dumb, but yeah. But then at the same time, then that means they fixed Mag. Yes. And I mean, which is great, but like we have not seen that for a year. (laughs) They fixed Mag. Nice. (laughs) I put him back together. Um, but is it but is it still the same mag? You know, ship of Theseus kind of thing. Yeah. You reconstruct the mag. Is it really still the same mag? Even you, though you use, you mean, you know, you mean he ha- he has the mental fortitude of a stoic monk, but at the same time, like sucks at the game now. That would be highly unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. But I feel like yeah, mag for sure is the X factor in this in my mind. 
Mm. Um, I think this is a quite a close matchup. I think this is actually a 3-2 for Toronto. Um, I think it's also just going to be a banger match, honestly. Um, I hope so. I mean, it's going to be close. Because, because like, last year, you would never have put banger in, oh, a match yeah. in the same sentence with either Toronto or Washington. Yeah, Especially neither, not when they played neither, each other. Neither of those teams... <laughs> Remind, like infer any sort of notion of banger matches. So yeah. I'm hoping this year is different. Yeah, this is basically like a fight between a guy that skips uh, leg day and a guy that just like uh, does no biceps training at all. Feels like you know, like the the Toronto bagline is just like these guys have tree trunks for legs. But like, come on, that DPS slang <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> What are you doing here? They have no punch. They have no punch. They're like their punch is basically my dream punches. You know when when someone's like mm, oh, being, hands. being rude to your siblings, it's like oh I'm going to, and then it's like nope, uh, I'm throwing cotton balls here. People underrate the Toronto DPS so hard. I'm a I'm a dirty. I Toronto couldn't believe it when I heard that on Platchet. I'm a B. I'm a keep it one hundred. When they told me that there was a discernible difference between sho the abilities that Shockwave and he's he's have displayed in the Overwatch League I was like nah I'm sorry that's just not that's no that's not true like Shockwave actually hard carried a shit team over uh, over big victories in on several occasions I don't think he's has ever been on a shit team or if he was he has never carried every, anyone over the finish line what are you basing this on? Like two years ago on the Philly Fusion when the, he had one of the most stacked rosters behind him in uh, Overwatch history? Like, come on, man. Like, oh, it's so hard being me because when I sit down, behind me is Carpe. <laughs> like, massaging my back. Come on, man. This is still a fucking BQB tier player. Get out of my face. This I think he's just, I think he's just fine, fine and much better than people think. Yes. But I'm not saying he's been in the shockwave. I didn't. I definitely didn't say that. Yeah. No, that that was a Plachek take yesterday. That I, I I was I was at the beach, watching the sunset, and I got mad. That's <laughs> <laughs> sounds like sounds, that sounds like my life. Mm. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I'm the, at the beach. The sun started setting, and I got upset. <laughs> yeah. No. Like peak happy. Just also like. It's just like Hisu and uh, and the Dallas Fuel DPS in the same locker, basically. Mm. I'd rather have Happy than Hisu. I'll I, I'll definitely say that, especially in the heavy head schemata, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a long story short, three two, uh, Toronto. Damn, Toronto across the board. I did not expect that. I will say, I thought we were gonna have some justice lover out there, but it doesn't doesn't look like it. Huh. Interesting. And I and I do believe per the uh the betting odds that our wonderful producer Eric has pulled, I, I think we are betting against the odds here, which is very interesting. Wait, really? Yeah. Uh forty six fifty four for Toronto. Oh, not by a lot. Not, not by, by a lot, lot. but it's, uh, it's 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 interesting. I think people are gonna be split on this. It is a close game. I mm. if Washington wins, it would not surprise me. If Toronto wins, well I mean I You called I it. I have them winning this, I called it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I wouldn't be upset if Washington won this because I think they have the capability too. I think their team quality is good enough to do so. Mm. Um, you know, would be the first time Toronto Scrimbucks just fall uh, on their face. I think uh, what was it 2019 stage one? Toronto was coming in with uh, quite a hey, high Scrimbucks rating. 
tell you what, to, for them to lose, I can I can see it in my mind already. So this is how the Toronto lose. Mm-hmm. Chorong and Twilight are doing their goddamn best to carry this team. Yep. But either one of them using Hopper just keep feeding. Yep. That's how they lose. And Chorong and Twilight, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> we can only do so much. And that's how they lose. That's how I see it happening. Yep. Uh, okay. Atlanta, New York. Atlanta, sorry, New York at this stage have had two days to gather their things after losing to Gladiators, probably. Atlanta are a team that it's probably as difficult as the Gladiators at this stage. Yeah. Even though I'd probably still have Gladiators maybe inching out. We're not doing a Glads versus Atlanta thing at the moment anyway, so don't worry about that, but yeah, this is King, real. Let's King, just say it. What? King Richard the Lionheart coming back in with a 3 0. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's a 3 0. This is Atlanta. I think New York's going to have to scrape themselves off the floor with these this opening week. It's tough. These are some some heavy hitters. Like I said, it's a tough week at the office when you have Atlanta or Glad's following Atlanta. Like, eh, that's tough. That's yeah. a 3 0. Apples. Yeah. I actually am inclined to say 3-0, yes, simply for the reason that Atlanta are exactly the type of dickbacks that will also start spawn camping when they smell weakness. I'm here for it. So are we Are we of the position that there's just Flora, Yaki, no, can't do it. Not yet. No. They're just going to lose. They're just well, going to lose. It's just the caliber of team. You know, you look at... You look at NYXL and like, yes, it's a good roster on paper. I think they can field the meta. But then you look at Atlanta. It's like if there's if if we're not literally just playing Soldier Genji, which I'd be a little. I'd be a little hard pressed to believe that that's all we're playing, especially like all maps, all points, like nobody like ever deviates. That's tough. I look at Atlanta. I feel like they can uh, play. It's going to be some yes. deviation, but. The the sort of North Star is going to be Genji sure. Soldier, right? That's I think Star. that's fair. And that's where it's like, okay, well, if... I think if you pair New York against, like, a tier lower, something like, I mean, okay, Mayhem maybe is a little spicy, but something like a Toronto, something like a Justice, a Houston, I'm more inclined to, you know, try to be a charitable, maybe... Maybe they can edge this out. Maybe they, maybe it'll be closer. But you're playing two of the best teams in your region on your opening week. It's tough. Uh, it, it'd be good if they could get a map. Again, I'm looking at the litmus test. I'm looking to see what New York can bring to the what. table. You know it's rough out there when not even Yeska is willing to give a map. Yeah. <laughs> you're shaking him down. It's not that you're they're getting, bad. You're getting in his pockets and it's empty. He's not even willing to give you a map. That's rough. That's real rough. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think Atlanta is also so, just one of those teams that crushes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they win, they can win pretty hard, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, Atlanta went to a lot of map fives. I feel last season, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's well. But those like, were versus very close competition. Okay, Boston Glads. Are we just saying that Glads? Probably just auto win this one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Kevster versus Valentine. I take Kevster. Yeah. Ryan of Space versus Punkets on Marvel. Yeah. I'm glad. Let's not get started on the supports. No, I don't <laughs> even need to go there. 
So yeah, everything's green for Glad's. Um, I could see maybe I I I wouldn't be surprised if Boston came out and and snagged the map. I'm not gonna be that man to say that. I think this is a Glad's three zero. Um, but I am very confused with the roster that I see and the between the lines rating I'm doing from people's power rankings. I think there's a lot of like downwards trajectory on Boston. I know that the Scrimbuck stock exchange is a little hesitant to uh, place a bet in, uh, in with the uprising. Um, yeah, I have this three. I mean, look, I'm King Richard over here. I'm looking in the vault. It's full of maps. Mm-hmm. I got gold lined wall to wall. I'm a stingy mofo, and you, you you're not having any of it. I ain't, I ain't giving anything away. Three zero, no maps. Yeah, I know. This is where one of the ones where Robin Hood has the biggest battles, and also says three zero straight up. Oh god. Yeah, I know. This is a three zero. I think Glad's. In my mind, behind Dallas, probably the second best team uh, in NA. Yeah. Maybe a top three team in the world this year against okay. Boston or late to it. So. Here's the thing. People will say, like, oh, what about Gladiators dropping spaghetti? What about Gladiators inconsistency? The fun story, Gladiators are actually super consistent versus teams they're much better than. True. I think it's only versus like the more closer teams to them, like some of the bogey teams like Atlanta last year, you mm-hmm. know, the Shocks and those teams that are a little bit closer to the Glads, uh, they're the type of teams that Glads might drop spaghetti against. But versus teams that they're just like considerably better than, uh, I, I think they, they usually just sweep that. You know, they don't, they don't fuck around during those, as far as I remember. So... Yeah, I'm happy to just give that one to Glads as well. In my mind, there's a lot of three O's, and in Yeska's mind, there's a lot of three ones here. But in my mind, there's a lot of three O's so far. Uh, we move on to the final day of week one. Oh, and we start out with a banger. This one's tough. Bread Bowl 2022 in the first week, London, Vancouver, and I actually have these two teams in position to swap places all the time. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't have it like, oh, Vancouver always beats London. Like, they're just a better team. I think they're both capable of beating each other. I, I don't think there's a clear hierarchy between these two teams. There's probably a team I, I rate slightly higher mm. on average, but not by a lot. I, not not enough that I would say that one team is clearly better than the other one. I, and this is a really tough one. This, one's, this one is like a coin flip matchup for me. Oh. Um, yeah. I think the only thing that I'm like confident in is like the the depth when it comes to London. Like I I look at that roster and as much as I don't think it leaps off the page, I think it's just the like the safer roster to pick. So I think London wins. But yeah, this is going to be a spaghetti fest. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a a good game um, in terms of just like quality wise, but it's going to be close. I have it three one London. Um, I'm not liking what I'm hearing from false. I think that's going to be a detriment. Whereas like, I'm not huge on London's tank line, but I'll trust Poco before I trust a rookie that already has like bad scrims. 
Yeah, it's the it's the problem is the other positions I like. You know, Master mm. is just so good. Shockwave Aspire, both great. How much do I try Psycho? I'm not too sure. Shit, this is hard. Because both teams have something that I'm like, yeah, I think this player is probably better than the op opposing guy on the other side. But then at the same time, some of the other positions, you're right, I, I probably I trust Poco more than False as well. Admiral Landon. Kenobi said good things about Landon. Seems like a reasonable pickup. Then my question is, is like, does, does Aztec ever live up to the reputation where at one point he was like, probably the best flex support in Korea coming out of contenders, you know? That was a while ago now, and he never got to play on Toronto in any meaningful way, so I just don't know where he's at. Like, I just don't know about Aztec anymore. Like, I, I, want, it, I want to believe in him, but I just, I, I'm not too sure. Is my faith in Master enough? I like Aspire Shockwave, but probably only one of them will play. Because we're not in a double hit scan meta currently. Unless Vancouver want to force it. Unless they want to play, like, Soldier Reaper or something. You know? Which is possible. Are Vancouver just going to do something weird and random? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Um, this one is, like, entirely a coin flip for me. I, I, it's so hard for me. I actually want to lean London. I think I'm... I think I'm... I think the poker versus false argument is starting to sway me a little bit. Um... And I don't know if Psycho is... Is he considerably better than Backbone? I, I, I can't answer that for you. I don't know. Um, and Sparker is pretty reasonable. I think a Spy Shockwave should be better than that, but Sparker is pretty good. It's just Admiral Landon versus Master Aztec or Master Sky Ripper. Man, I, I find this so hard to call. I almost want to coin flip this one. I... Yeah, <laughs> hey, I think it's a safe one. Maybe, maybe I'll give it. To, maybe I'll give it to London three two. It's a close game. I'll give it to London three two. Mm. It is hard. Joe, lose your soul. Hello, come on. I already gave my prediction. Oh yeah, but, sorry. What did you yeah. say? I said three one London. Three one. Yeah. Why do you hate? Vancouver? I think it's. I think it's. I think it's going to be messy. But I don't. Like to use the the way that we describe the three twos, I don't see Vancouver really pushing it across the line, especially when you look at like if the North Star is going to be like Genji Soldier, you have to put Psycho in. And I think that's like a detriment. I think Do you, you have want. To? I, I, I will say I am interested to see who does play the Genji. I, I would assume from How what good? we go ahead. How good is the spy as Genji? Does he play it? That's that's not. I figured it was going to be shockwave, maybe shockwave. Huh? Yeah. I think shockwave could shockwave. have it. By the way, zero scrum bucks. I'm not possible. impacting anything. Yeah, I'm. Shockwave of Genji. I I'm completely had extrapolating Genji, yeah. off of his echo. I don't remember him playing Genji personally. I don't remember him playing Genji. Yeah, no. Neither am, I, am I going crazy? I I know his have, echo stats are very secret, high. Does he have a secret Genji I don't know about? Let's see if he has played in the Overwatch League, but I know he has played. Hello, dude. Do you have Genji? <laughs> I think he's a little bit more flexible than people like maybe paint him into a corner, but I still don't know if that's enough to put him on that role over somebody who does have starting time on, on projectile. I only see him scan. I only see him scan. 
I even know. in his streams, even in his streams, he only plays the scan. From what I've seen, obviously Fair. we know he played the echo, but I, yes. I, outside of that, I I have personally only have seen him play at scan. For sure. So I don't know. If he's got a secret Genji. Shit, he's been hiding it well. <laughs> Agreed, and that's and and like, I I I agree with Avril. I think we can't necessarily say that somebody who could have a Genji is playing over somebody who does have a Genji. Um, and I look at that DPS lineup of either Shockwave, Psycho, or Aspire Psycho, whatever that ends up being, um, is like that much better than what London's going to provide. If I'm going to be completely honest in that, I'm not huge on Psycho and I'm not huge on Backbone. So I think that kind of like evens each other out. I think the other two kind of even each other out. And then I look at the tanks. I don't think False is really going to be able to get it done. And if London, if if the meta is as open as initial thoughts were, I think London has a better pool to pull from. I think maybe they'll even have a better read on their own style. When I look at Christopher, as much as I do think Flubby and Co over on the Vancouver side have some things to prove, I think dealing with Christopher and and that front office is a little bit different. Um, and yeah, I, I I like London here. I'm I'm very skeptical on Vancouver in this meta right now. Mm. All right, go on, Yuska. What do you got for me? Uh, I feel like I, yeah, I, I feel like this is very close. Um, I still think I think the tank line just like drags it over the finish line for me. We have to say three, two, London. That's the Poco belief coming through. Sepoko and Hardy Belief. Um, oh, you got Hardy Belief too. Right? Yeah, I think that if, if there's okay. if it's actually Winston going on, if there's actually Ryan going on, that's probably pretty solid. Um, it's also some believing in Christopher. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I th Part of me, like, it's really hard for me to be come objectively in here because... So much of me just wants to say, like, okay, let's watch this once good contenders team come in on actual, <laughs> like, competitive ping and do it. And then I have to remind myself that this was now two years ago. And everything that happened back then is as relevant as Hisu's pop-offs. Pop so, um, blank slate. I expect London to pull it off. But I wouldn't be surprised if it sways either way. Honestly, this is also a match that could could just, could just go three one Vancouver. I don't, I don't like. I wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. by that. But I think, generally speaking, it's London. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like the Christopher shout out. I think, um, I think the London coaching line is definitely stronger for sure. That's a big win on their part, uh, and it's not just Christopher. It's you know Christopher Commander X Spiller, all three of them together. Is is reasonable, so I think they'll make the difference. For sure. Um, coin flip, total coin flip match for me though. Very coin flip, so hard to call. Paris, Florida, is this one coin flip? Is this one hard to call? In some ways, yeah. I I mm. I, I gotta be Robin Hood here. I have faith in both teams. Just yeah. comes down to who who do I have more faith in? You know, mm -hmm. 
Mm. Next one is close I, too, dude. Oof. Say that again? The next one is close too, dude. Huh? Well, give us your thoughts on this one first. The next one's <laughs> yeah. not close. But the, give, it's it's yeah. I don't know if your order is messed two. up, but yeah. Three, two, so, what? To who? Uh, London. What we're talking about? Paris, Florida. Oh, we are we about? already? Yes. Okay. Right. That's yeah, sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. No, this one is close. Um, that's what I mean. I was second the last discussion. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I think this one's close. Welcome, welcome to the present timeline. Go on, keep going. I think. Um, yeah, I think you still have to give it to me. I'm pretty confidently. Yeah. Uh, it's a three-one, a decisive one. Um. I think that like recent happenings for Mayhem give me more confidence in this roster. Uh, mm. Generally speaking, I think it's also a bigger roster. Uh, it's generally, like, I think it's really hard to miss that just like Paris is now the least resourced team in the Overwatch League. And it's not close. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, they have... Um, two coaches? Two coaches? One coach? J-Mac and... Hang on. Oh, Boogie? They are not the, mo the Leaks resource team. The Leaks resource team is Chengdu Hunters. <laughs> they have an MVP caliber that they're paying the salary for. This That probably amounts True. to about half. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, you got me. Okay, you got me. Um, <laughs> J-Mac... Oh yeah, okay. They have an assistant coach, but it's, point stands like this is seven players, six players, minimum, and two coaches, and like everyone else has either more players or more coaches. Mm -hmm. Um, even the Valiant has considerably more resources now. I think it's pretty safe, which is crazy. Yeah, that sentence is, is wild, but yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, London has more. They have three coaches. They have a player more. Two players? Mm -hmm. One more player? One player more. Um, yeah, no. That, is that is, the difference, though? Is that the difference? In this particular instance, no. But, like, man. Oh, do I want to see Naga Genji? Is that. I think you're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you really and don't have no a choice. choice. I think you he's don't have a choice. He's like I think a lot of people. I think it's probably not as bad. Um, no. He's just like I such a Farah one trick in my in my head. Um, I think the tank line of the Eternal will uh, surprise with the general sure. flexibility. Mm. Do they surprise against the Florida Mayhem? That's the question. Yeah. No. Not against someone. No. I think that's yeah. That ship has sailed. I think this, yeah, it's a 3-1 mayhem. Ditto. I have this 3-1. Uh, a lot of the same reasons. Uh, I like I like this this DPS lineup and how it's shaken out for Florida. Uh, as much as I'm hearing good things from Glister and Naga, I think that this is the meta that probably suits them as well as it can for right now. Um, I think they're going to do fine, but I'm also pretty biased in how I look at Florida. You 
look at the team previews, look at, you know, the uh, my power rankings, look at even just my NA power rankings. I have Florida pretty juiced, and I do think this is going to be kind of a diff. Um, I give Paris a map for sure, um, but I think Florida is a higher caliber team. 3-1. Hmm. Do I open the vault for Paris here? Ooh. Do I allow them? Are you cashing a, in? A sliver of a coin <laughs> for a single map. But a single map, dare I give them? Please, sir, may I have a map? <laughs> Please. <laughs> like I do it in a French boy, accent, like, but I feel like I'd offend some people. Like an orphan boy on Christmas morning on frosted glass. He's got a little bit of soot on his face with that little Peaky Blinder hat, you know, from that Peaky Blinders show. He's wearing one of those. He's got his empty bowl out, looking for one map in a little French town. Oh. Scrooge McDuck Avril. I'm trying to find reasons to go 3 0. I'm trying to find reasons <laughs> to go 3 I do mean, I one believe, team has more Australians. I, yeah, and for each Australian, <laughs> that's one extra map they win. Um, oh, let's just see how let's just see how much I think they could diff. Checkmate versus Naga, I think it goes checkmate. Mm-hmm. Glister versus Hydron, actually might go Glister. So, someone versus either the Stola or Dan. Mm, pretty sure it goes someone. You have Animo Kareev. I'm assuming Kareev's playing. Animo Kareev versus Dredro Khan. Oh. Dredro Khan is kind of a pogger's lineup in this nice. roster. That's kind of a nice part of this roster, isn't it? Mm. Ooh. We finally get to the central part of the Oreo. We get to the cream. Mm. Dredro Khan. French cuisine. Do be the cream inside this Oreo right now. Is it enough for a map, though? Ah, shit. <laughs> I think it is. I'll give you a map on lay-by. You gotta pay it back to me, though. Alright, alright. I'll give it to you on loan. <laughs> I'll loan you a map. What's the interest <laughs> rate on this loan of a map? <laughs> uh, when did Paris play next? My house. When did Paris play next? Versus uh, they played Toronto. Okay, yeah, they'll they'll return that map pretty quickly then. Three <laughs> uh, <laughs> one Florida. I'm happy to give them a map. All right, Washington Dallas. This is where we got confused, Yeska, because we're yeah. talking about. You Paris, think this Florida. one's close, bro? <laughs> we're talking about Paris, Florida. You're like, oh, the next one's close too. I'm like, this is. Are you tell me? Kid? Tell me this is not another hit scan into a locker <laughs> argument, please. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Yeska's trying you, to be funny. He's, 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 he thinks Washington Dallas is going to be close. He's trying to be funny. I get you, it. You can't boldface tell me that the Justice and the Houston Outlaws are like similar. Nah. I refuse to believe that. Okay. But Happy might so, shove someone in the locker on Dallas. <sighs> oh, he won't. Oh, okay. <laughs> You you guys have such little faith in Doha Soldier. Yes. Doha hey, Soldier is... Oh, listen, come on. Even, even if, like, sure, you can pin me to the cross and say that I have low faith, but I still have Dallas 3-0. I have negative faith when it comes to the justice. Look, they, 
the reason, like, Doha is a fine and smart player, but I have questions about his mind-body connection. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I think and he can very well may be the case. He can beautifully think player... about dinks. Sure. Doing them <laughs> is harder. Agreed. That may, again... Last year, Doha did not have a great season. If you're extrapolating it into this season on a hero that whatever, it's fine. Sure, he may be diffed, but is that enough for a map? Yeah, yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. to fix Mag, to, to rotate in Kalios. This support line's kind of butt cheeks without nah, Vigilante. Actually it's isn't. not a map, bro. Well, and the reason it isn't is because like sparkle just like actually like shoves lockers into lockers and that's <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know that's where i was confused i'm like how is this game close yeah no it's not close no no it's oh. not close it's close to giving up a map but i don't think so sure i'll tell you, I'll tell you how washington win on the win and no, it's it's not it's not sending weird DMs to Violet. That that only works versus Shock. This time, the way they win. Have you guys seen the movie Troy, starring? No. Um, why do I forget his name? Brad. Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Do you even know who stars in the movie? Yeah, I know who's in the movie. I think I know the, the general like mythos of it. Yes, but I don't you've understand. seen Troy. You've seen Troy. Yes, so you've definitely seen Troy. Yes. It's about Germany. Come on, you've definitely seen it. All right. Anyway. What? Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, you know the scene in Troy, one of the opening scenes, great scene by the way. Yeah, where kill, they they're about to have a war. Achilles is late; he's waking up late. Yeah. I swear, I swear, the story relates to the point I'm going to make about Overwatch and just the hot. Scene. Are you about so to throw your uh, Kokasan on the bus? No, never mind. I don't even know what you just said. I mean, you said okay. anyway. Achilles shows up late. Anyway. So he shows up late. Yeah, to the war, and um. What's his face? Agamemnon's not happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But instead of having a war, they're just gonna have this champ, this battle where the champion of is it the Athenian army? I don't know anymore. And the other, uh, I don't know who the other army is. The other army mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the big dude, and they have a fight. And then Brad Pitt, who plays Achilles in this movie Troy, mm -hmm. just like destroys this guy about a foot taller in one one fell swoop and just 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 beats him. Mm -hmm. Right, and then the, and then the war ends, and they don't have a war, and then the soldiers all go home, and they the war is won by Achilles alone, mm -hmm. yeah. in a one v one. So the way Washington win this is they say, "All right, Dallas, happy versus Guerrero soldier one v one, go when it takes all." <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what I feel, that's what I'm hearing from Yiska. I, he fe this feels like some sort of War of the Roses, like the thirty. Check your French history. I think I'm getting this right. Uh, where, yeah, like Avril saying, you just summon a champion and you just 1v1 for the match. Like, I don't think that's how Overwatch is played. Um, checking my calendar okay. and it hasn't been played that way for the last six years. So, I, I don't know. I can't say anything. So, I'm just going to ask you and we're going to <laughs> going to unravel this. I'm so that way. interested. But, like, what, how do you think, who do you think plays what on the Justice, on the DPS line? Happy who play soldier. Yeah. Plays Genji. That's I would I would assume you're as telling much as me well. it's not that. Are you telling me it's not that? Is Mag I'm playing you, Genji? I can't like... tell you. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so interested <laughs> to see what this Dallas Fuel and Justice roster look like. This game has gotten interesting. If it's anything but Happy Soldier Assassin Genji, then what the fuck is Justice doing? 
Is it is it happy Genji assassin soldier? Decay's coming in. He's like, listen. Oh no. You saw you've seen my go. contract. I get playtime. If me not get playtime, me unhappy. I I I really don't know. I have no idea <laughs> if, what this if means. Me, if me no playtime, you know that guy happy on team. I opposite of that. Yes, me Angie. Me opposite happy. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm only saying DK's mind-body connection, I have a lot more faith in. <laughs> oh, bro. All right, okay, let's, okay, let's finish this up. If, even if that's the case, how, <laughs> Washington still don't beat Dallas. Even no. if, like... Nah. You gotta got have... Nah. Yeah, no, that's... That, in that case, DK would have to have a mind-mind connection. And, <laughs> and we know how history decides with that one. Yeah, no. I, I mean, this is clearly Dallas is just a question by how much. Yes. Yes. Are you giving him so a I, map? So I, I think 3 0. I think 3 0. You know what? I already, I already said Dallas Houston 3 0, and I have to double down. Because mm -hmm. if I don't if I don't say 3 0 here, it's a, it's a weird champ because I'm like, why well, didn't give Houston one map? Why am I giving Washington a map? You know, yeah. It doesn't make sense. So I have to double down. Also, Troy is three hours and 16 minutes long. I didn't even God know that. Damn. It's quite a long movie. That's very long. So are you giving him a map, Jessica? Uh, no. Okay. Robin Hope stays the board. No? Yeah. Also, Helena Troy is played by Diane Kruger, who is German. So that's the German connection i was looking for right Let's when do they on. get into the horse huh that's the only thing i remember about that movie somewhere in the last hour of the movie they get in the horse yes okay. thank you okay. somewhere that's how you beat san francisco shock by the way you mm -hmm. get in the trojan horse, horse you infiltrate the team from the internals yep and you you and then you defeat them internally oh is so that how boston is going to do it put strike in the practice room again <laughs> oh, dude! So this year, how Boston beat the Shock this year is they sell or trade Striker back into San Francisco mm. Shock. Striker is the horse, and yep. the rest of Boston pile into Striker. And then when Striker arrives in the San Francisco Shock team house, all of the rest of the Boston Uprising just pour out of Striker. You know, that's how they defeat San Francisco. Like a clown Shock. car. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of the night. And that's how they end their <laughs> Lovely. Anyways. Oh, what was the next man. game? Uh, Toronto Houston is the last right. one. On oh, this one could be interesting. This one? I'm this a, one could get I'm spicy. Because I'm a Toronto believer. Believe it or not. I'm a Toronto mm -hmm. believer. But do I believe in them enough to beat Houston? Yeah. That's going to be a no for Ooh. me, dog. Because here's the, here's the problem. Actually, you know, I, I don't know. Mm, I don't know that it is that clear cut. Is Piggy mm. that much better than Hopper Muse? I don't think One he's thing? that much better. No, I think it's probably a wash, if I'm going to be honest. Is he, is he better? Is he even better? Probably you know? not better. Probably the same. Because I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll take Chorong Twilight over Iris Lastro. What, 100%? No, Every day of the no week. Question, no but question I, look, I like Houston's DPS line over Toronto's. Quite a bit more. Yeah, they do have Pelican. Do have Pelican. He's, he is a monster. But is 
Houston's DPS line a bigger diff against Toronto's DPS line compared to Toronto's support line versus Houston. Is this another case of Yiska's weird circus fight with a dude with big legs fights the dude with big arms? I, th I think so, and it's it's a little <laughs> bit less than their other matchup with, with Washington. <laughs> the circus fight. <laughs> I I don't know. I like I I, I wonder if that fight fights the bearded lady. Sure. I you have to give Toronto the support diff, right? Like 100% without a doubt, you see Lucio, Houston it doesn't have one. What do you, I have to draw question marks there. I agree. Tank matchup is probably a wash both sides. I'm not big on either of them. Or all three of them put together. Um but if I'm coming into this game, everything has stayed the same. I think we've stayed the course when it comes to DPS, like really leading the charge. And as much as yes, I'm I'm also pretty hesitant when it comes to uh, not necessarily who they field. Um, but I'm also hearing that Houston could be kind of interesting in terms of who they field. So I'm I like what I'm I like what I'm seeing from Houston's DPS lineup. I think it weighs more. I'm still gun shy on Toronto, even if the stonks are high. I'm gonna say three one Houston. I've been burned too many times. Ah, oh, God. Man, this was rough. It's a close one. I yes, think good. you uh, have a, a clear one. This one. Clarity. This one hurts, dude. This one's close. <laughs> This one is it like a team be. within a tier playing each other. Oh. Just still bonkers to, to think about. The thing is, I need to see it demonstrated in live matches. I don't okay. trust it. I. That's that said. See what? See what demonstrated? Like the scrim box from Toronto. Um, oh, okay. I think. I don't know, man. I feel like that Houston team is once again like rock solid, probably. Um, mm -hmm. Like, if you had questions, then last season, last the season of Junk Bucks head coach debut should have answered those. I think this team is probably never going to be less than average um, in the Overwatch League. And um, that's okay. not something I can say confidently about the Toronto Defiant. I think they have a wider delta. Um, yeah, I think I got a good three-two dollar. Uh, sorry, uh, Houston, and I think this is probably match of the week for me. Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I think this is probably the closest. London? One. <laughs> I think this. If I had He's to guess, this is going to be like a higher quality game, but also potentially equally as close. Um, I'm going three two Toronto. I'm going to be a oh. dirty Toronto believer. Okay. Oh. All right. I think it's the yeah, only. Is that the only one we disagree it. on? Like out of the opening week. I think so. Uh, I think so. Did we all have Vancouver over. No, we had London over Vancouver. Did anyone yeah. have Vancouver over London? I don't no. believe so. Did anyone have we Paris over Florida? No. No. Nope. Did everyone? Did anyone have Washington over Toronto? No. 
No. We are we're Toronto. You're all Toronto? Yeah. So this is the first and only, the only one, one we disagree on. Yep. Out of how many games? Five, eight, 13? nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen games. This is, out of thirteen games, we disagree on one. I mean, we're bound to be wrong on one of them, maybe two, but I like, yeah. To wrong I to be wrong. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe it's some dishonesty for some teams, but I... If I see, if I see any games not going the way I predict, I'm going to phone up these GMs, I'm going to tell them what's what. Listen, stick to the script. Uh, it, it is interesting. I do think this is going to be match of the week. I'm happy it's the last game. Um, Sunday looks to be quite interesting across the board with what Yiska is hinting at with, you know, the Dallas and the justice could be, uh, some locker shoving. Um, yeah, shoving. It, this is, this is going to be an interesting one. This is, this is a, certainly a, a way to start the week. I think we start a little slow, right. but we end with some, some, some bangers. Um, yeah, I, the Chorong, I just, I'm such a, I'm such a believer in Chorong Twilight specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think supports are strong. I everyone's like, oh, supports weak. No, supports strong. Supports strong. Like, really. Mm. I'm not saying they're fun to play. I'm not saying they're fun to play at all. I'm just saying, like, you know, top tier supports can really do some shit. Anna's right now in a one tank meta where there's nothing to block your bullshit. My goodness, you are you are doing some crazy stuff. And Twilight is like. Maybe the best Anna in the world currently, still, you know. Don't hate that idea. That's why I got. That's why I have some mad faith in Toronto. Lucio, super impactful in this meta, huge playmaker. Chorong, one of the best, not the best. I think you know Lee Jacon holds onto that mantle quite tightly, but Chorong is like, to me, like a mini Lee Jacon. So there's just so much power in that backline. Like, yeah, it might be a big leg man versus big arm man, but. Hey, we're doing some kicks. We're doing some flying kicks today. Yeah. Um. Let me say that Houston is a good team. I'm. I. You know. I, I've. I've gone negative with Houston twice, but one of them versus Dallas. Understandable. I still think Houston are, are, are one of the top teams. I just like. I'm just a dirty Toronto believer that thinks that Toronto. And also, thanks for the money, uh, Adam. But also, yeah, like. Sure, Houston's DPS is better, but I don't think Piggy's necessarily better than Muse Hopper. The one tank situation in Houston might be a detriment, even though, I don't know, that feels weird because I'm sort of giving some other teams a free pass on that, so I've got to be a little bit careful. I don't give Shock too much of a free pass on that. I, I have Shock as a good team, like a very a good team, mostly because they're, you know, they're strong rookies, but yeah. the one tank, I still have to really examine and just see if that works for me just yet. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, the I mean, no the no I main agree. support one tank situation in Houston just doesn't give me a lot of confidence, even if the DPS are nice. Hundred percent. Like you go back to the start of the season when Toronto started making moves and they they get Twilight, they they sign Cho Wrong. I'm right there with Avril, and I'm like, this is a team that can make some like they have a unique attribute that not a lot of other teams in their caliber can say. Right? Like you may like Houston supports, but are they of both of both Twilight and Chorong's caliber and can make plays as frequently and as successfully as that support line. No, you just can't. Nobody in that caliber of team that like upper mid pack, like a gatekeeper team is going to hang with Toronto support line. Like that's the fact of the matter done. Right. 
if that happens, then yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at putting Toronto ahead. I just don't know that Overwatch 2 is going to be that game, but maybe I'm wrong. I could be very wrong. I, we will have to see. Cool. So, final thoughts. Week 1 done. Talked about all the matches. Only disagreed on one. Does the fact that we only disagreed on one mean that it's mostly kind of clear-cut the hierarchy in NA at least? It feels make like it. As well. Like, oh, sorry, I should probably... I mean, it is, but it also isn't, right? I feel, feel like there's a lot of stuff in the middle of the table that could go either way. Oh, for sure. But yeah. there's, does it seem like there's a lot of games this opening week that involve one clearly stronger team and one clearly weaker team for the most part? And some of them are closer. Like, oh, the London-Vancouver yeah. game, I still think is a coin flip. Okay. But there's a lot of there's a lot of games where it's just like oh unlucky New York you're going up against two of the best teams yeah you know? there's there's a lot of those I think Shocks games are both like okay Paris you know London those are great tuner games it's a great like warm up Atlanta both has some some easy pickings um, Dallas feels like they should just diff everybody that they play but you know we'll have to see um. But yeah, I'm looking at like Vancouver, Boston. That could get a little dicey, could get a little squirrely. Vancouver's like London could get squirrely. <sighs> Outside of that, maybe Paris, Florida. Maybe I'm a little juiced up on Florida. Maybe Paris is the real deal. Maybe Nagas Genji isn't as like bad as we think it is. Um, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if there's too many upsets. Uh, I think we're think we're going to be green across the board for the most part it feels pretty cut and dry but there again we don't know this is this is you know it's overwatch 2 eve it's 2022 eve we really don't know what the you know tomorrow holds necessarily i think we have a pretty good idea but we've been wrong in the past so at least i have like i won't speak forever yeah (laughs) and if i'm ever wrong i go in my time machine and i go back and change it he goes and does a steins gate he ops world lines is that your first priority? Multiverse, multiversal theory. There is a multiverse where I'm always right. It's true. You just have to hop all of them. There's one out, one out there. There is one out there. <laughs> is If you could travel, time travel, would that be your first concern? Just like being right in predictions? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's the thing. I'm only allowed one one time travel. I can do it one right. time. And mm-hmm. what I do is like, oh, I should really go back to that week one Overwatch League 2022 preview episode and get my predictions right. That's what, that's what I do with my one time travel. You get a random text message. You get a random text message prior to the show starting and it goes, it's from a number you don't know. And it goes, yeah, don't believe in Toronto. No, it's just a list of scores. It's just a list of scores. <laughs> okay, fine. The whole fucking thing. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there like past ever. I'm like, fuck, why didn't you just give me lottery numbers? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. Uh, any final notes? Do we, we we miss anything? Are we ready? Are we excited? We just, we, we're raring to go. I am excited. I, I, I'm interested in doing content. I'm still unsure of like what I want to do, but I do want to like dive into some of these games. Uh, I'm going to do some some VOD review in my own time, but yeah, I'm I'm just I'm excited to get into this. Can I, sure. can I throw out a teaser? Sure. Yeah. Actually, by the time this goes live, it might not be a teaser anymore, but in the, in the small chance that it is, stay tuned 
to Tactical Crouch Twitter True. For, for a news update for something this week. Hmm? Stay tuned. And again, if oh, you're watching amazing. this in the future, you probably already know what it is. You've already seen it, so don't worry about it. Uh, joining us, COVID, get well soon. Hey, what's that? <laughs> Can't stay tuned anyway. Just yes, stay please. Tuned, okay. guy. Like, subscribe, all that good shit. Cool, and then next week we'll be here with the uh, recap episode, and yep. from then onwards we'll be doing recaps every week, mm-hmm. and we can have a big laugh about where we were on this entire predictions run. Uh, even though what I, I know exactly how I'm going to be mad, the thing I'm going to be upset by is one of my predictions will be wrong, but it'll be wrong because teams are playing something completely different, or yeah. a team decided to do. And, and make some weird substitution. They tr- they went full experimental and did something I I didn't think they would do, and they lost because of that, or they won because of that, and another team lost because another team went something different. I don't know. And then I'll be like, well, I couldn't I couldn't see that coming because you know, uh, you know, yeah. I expect teams to I expect teams to experiment, but it's just hard to know mm. who's going to do what and how good it's going to be. So, is there something you're really good? like interested to see? Like th- one thing where you're like, oh, I'm giddy to see this. I mean, I'm interested to see uh, how I have a lame one. Uh, I have a lame one. But it's okay. true. Okay. I want to see proper, yeah. man. I just want to see it. <laughs> I just want to witness it. Okay. I, sure. want, to, I want to see the oh, arrival is- of what might eventually be considered the GOAT. I just want to you see know what it. This is, this is like every Australian I've met that's never had Wendy's. <laughs> and for me, I grew up with that because it's, it's, it's abundant in New Zealand. Well, no, it's not. It's just mostly in the city I grew up in. But mm. the point is, to me, Wendy's isn't special. Right. It's just another fast food chain that I have. <laughs> At least I used to. Come to Australia, Wendy's doesn't exist. Huh. So you 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 are the person who's like, man, you know what I can't it's wait for? Much. I can't wait for Wendy's. And then no, here's me. Motherfucker, you're oh, you're saying like I would ever get tired of a two star Michelin restaurant and like, oh yeah, well, I grew up with that. My what point gives? is Jessica. My point is my first? point is Jessica. My point is Jessica. Proper hipster. I grew up with that shit. I I've, yeah. I've seen all the proper there is to see. I've already done it. Ah. So for, me, for me, I've already lived I've already lived that life. You know? True. I've I haven't already seen been there. A... So so for me, so for more for me, seeing proper again would just be like me stepping into into that restaurant, ordering my what's their burgers again? Oh, it's been a while, guys. I haven't been there in a while. Whatever their signature burger is. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's that's me. Uh, anyway, what what I what do I want to see? God, what do I want to see? Uh, sh- show me Sparkle Genji. It's been long enough. We've we've That's had a, good a full one. year without That's a good Sparkle choice. Genji. I respect it. Uh, we haven't seen it since Paris. Sparkle in Paris, right? It's been a long time. I'm ready for it again. I'm ready for the Sparkle Genji once more. I have great respect Joe? for this. I'll give you one. I'll I'll say um I'm I wanna I wanna like cash in on my glister stonks. I wanna see what the scrim bucks and the the you know the FTX stock exchange has on on glister stonks by the end of the week. I feel like everything's trending in the right direction. We've seen what he can do in the past. If if this game is gonna be high variance, and I think he's a player that can have those those kind of pop off performances and kind of take over a game, I'm I'm interested in what what we see as much as I don't think Paris is going to win any games. Um, 
I want to I want to see some some glister plays. This would be easier if Apex was playing, by the way. Sure. Yeah. Looking for some zest, bro. That's my that's my curveball. Okay. <laughs> People finally believing, huh? Only took a, only took months of convincing me. We yeah, the, but that's like yes, you were high on zest. I feel like Zest is actually the player that I'm more ex I'm more excited about Zest than MN3. That's my hot take. See? We got there. <laughs> At the end of the day, the Avril propaganda always wins. Yes. Episode 230, guys. Week 1 previews done and dusted. We'll see you next week for 231, the week 1 recap. Happy watching this weekend. We'll all be there. It'll be fun. See you all soon.